So we're in the pre-recording phase where we just hope Elle says nothing embarrassing and that there's some content here that we might be able to use for the show. What the hell would I say that's embarrassing, Michelle? That's not just in the pre-recording. That's in like <laughs> the recording, the post-recording. This is the life we live. I am an upstanding young gentleman. Or I guess at this stage of my life, I am more like sitting down old gentleman. Not yet retired. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Kalefoof and this is level 207. Joining me tonight is Big L, <laughs> who is totally not dis- trying to distract me while I was recording that. All right, I'll put my pants back on. Hello! <laughs> also joining is Matriarch. That's fantastic. I wanted to show you my TMNT uh, boxers. And Kushmus. Don't have a cow, a bunga. Wow. <laughs> Hello. This I'm like is 90% a- sure he's shown us his TMNT boxers before. He and has. it was not on purpose. It was more of he forgot that he was not wearing pants and stood up. I mean, yeah, there's a picture of Raphael on it, and it says size matters. Waiting for it. Waiting for it, and there's nothing. What a surprise. I'm just, I just, I don't know how to repeat that. So, uh, or, can you just do the what? outro? And uh, so, this will be a really easy edit this week. <laughs> right? Welcome yeah, back, we need Kenny. to retire right. for the evening. Welcome back. Hi, thank you. Yes. Nice I mean, I know you kind of got some chores returned done last week, house. but awesome. Yeah, but now I'm back, back. So, if you enjoy listening to me, then that should be good news. If you don't and you hate me being host, I'm sorry. I guess you can return your Patreon donation or something or other. Um, so, well, I mean, let's, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of money, did anybody get anything good on Prime Day? I mean, I bought one thing a Bluetooth speaker thing. Sounds like nothing. What'd you get? It was $26. I'm a big spender. Yeah, I found... And that $26 was? <laughs> <laughs> I chose that Are one you... over the $70 one. Uh, okay, never what, mind. What you initially said kind of got swallowed up and nobody really heard it, Elle. So oh. nobody actually knows what you're talking about that you bought. So we're just left to our own. I mean, I know what you really? bought because you told me earlier, but uh, Kenny didn't hear you. Oh, I totally didn't hear him. Yeah, I didn't hear him at all. I was like, that's not how conversations work. <laughs> I thought I was missing something. I'm like, oh, I was wondering what it is, not how much it is. I mean, you're, you're... I said I got a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, fun. Oh, very nice. How much did you say it was? Waterproof. Could... And you, could, you throw it in the water and then you're <laughs> and then it just apparently sounds like my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up an eight bit dough. Is that is that how you pronounce that? Eight bit dough? Um media remote for the Xbox. They they were like sixteen bucks or something like that. Nice. So we use those all the time and 
they get dropped in the house a lot, so the back cover just slides off way too easily now. So, and now you're new, out. Uh, remote so control. More dough. Nice. Yeah, traditionally, no. Prime Day is like oh. buy new sheets day because they're very cheap. So I always go with household goods. I got like garbage ah, bags. That's a good one. Bath towels. You know, that kind of stuff. I don't even know if it's a good deal, but it looks like one when they say it's 40% off. It's sort of like the Kohl's theory of purchasing mm-hmm. things. But you know the right. thing I didn't look for? Mm-hmm. Video games. Did not even check the electronics department. Like, nope, don't need any of those. They're not going to put Game Pass on sale for Prime Day. Nope. So, I'm also just a little jealous because like, I have no spare money. Both Brooke and I get paid Friday. Oh, the no. Day after. It, it's over, uh-huh. so it's like... Ah, I missed out. I do need to check on the uh, yeah the gold if they have a gold discount because mine's up at the end of the month. So I have to do the three year trick then. Okay. So it'd be nice for you to get a deal too. Nice. All like right. actual gold. Like yeah, they, yeah. They could you know, sell some, some booty. Right. <laughs> three yeah, or four just gold treasure, bars. Just buy some treasure. <laughs> That's some down for his teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kenny's just mm-hmm. shaking his head Peace. vigorously at me. Skull and mm-hmm. bones. If, it, if I bought enough, I could retire off of it. That's really my goal. <laughs> Amazon dot. <laughs> that would be a good way to retire. I did mm-hmm. see the Series S is on sale. Uh, yes, so I saw that too. If we hear this, Series X. go back in time <laughs> and buy one. There were a couple of uh, we have, Series we all S. We here have a Series X, so who cares? Right. That's true. It's like a bundle with a there headset, were, There were maybe? two bundles. There was one bundle with a with headset and one with a headset and a controller, I want to say. Yeah. For yeah. 300 Yeah. It, sure. I think it, was, it was less than One was like 270 wow. and one was 300 or something like that. Wow. It's a good, good That's price. That's a deal. I would have. Mm-hmm. If I had the money, I'd... Would totally buy that and be a scalper because that's just such a good price. You would play it in the bathroom, don't lie. No, that's what the uh, cloud gaming is for. Ooh, cloud way. <sighs> sure, we'll call it a cloud way. <laughs> I- I'm in a good mood, I'll give it to you. All right, should so- I retire those gway jokes <laughs> for our topic of discussion? This one comes to us from X the Hero. He asked the patrons, assuming there was no lag or other issues to make games less than completely playable, how would you feel about an all-streaming future? Would you embrace it, or would you prefer console stick around? Uh, let's go to Michelle ooh. first. Ooh, ooh, oh. Or we'll go to L first, since he's excited to answer this. Sorry, Michelle, I just had a quick story to share. Does it have uh, to do on with my the question? Warboats, uh, it does, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it's was a 50-50 re- shot. <laughs> it's, it's about the it's, Amazon it's... Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> now, did anyone notice if you could buy silver as well? No. Um, I was... Uh, this week, I had uh, MLB The Show 22 on my Warboats. And I had run out of uh, storage space on my internal, so I uninstalled it. And I'm like, ugh. I just need this one quick achievement. Do I, I don't really want to install it. And then I remembered you could play from the cloud. Yep. And so I did. And let me tell you, it was pretty bad. Uh, I was wondering how it would work for your New York internet. My New York internet. Uh, actually, it wasn't laggy, but for some reason there was no sound. 
Is that something what? that happens? Yeah, there was no sound. That's an odd glitch I have not encountered. I've used xCloud quite a bit. I've always had at least sound. And I went into the sound settings to make sure, but it wasn't that. Because as soon as I quit out, I heard the menus uh, the whoosh, 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 on the on the menus and stuff. So hmm. uh, it was weird, but I got my achievement at least, so that was good. I mean, that's a that's a good part of that. But yeah, that's yeah odd. There's no sound. <laughs> Never heard that. I mean, maybe it's a me thing, but <laughs> uh, right off the the, the, the moral. I, I know. The, uh, was there a question? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you <laughs> you were supposed to throw back to M, but why start now? Yeah, just go for well, it. You Al. need to get me out of the way before. <laughs> go for it, Al. So before Michelle something smart, I need to say something. You come first alphabetically. Uh, so. so, but I believe. Oh. Mm, imbecile. So, of course, the question uh, asked, assuming that lag or no other issues, uh, was a thing. So, mm-hmm. my story is irrelevant. So, it's funny because my immediate response was, or my immediate thought was, no, I wouldn't want that to be an all-streaming future. But, if you would ask me that about digital versus physical, I would have, uh, years ago, I would have said the same thing. No, I don't want any digital games. I want physical. But now, I'm all about the digital. So, with that said, sure. If it worked, it would be great. If I could play from my phone, if I could play from... My smart TV, if I could play uh, from my Game Boy Advance, I, I would do it. Whatever you put it on, a toaster, a blender, hey, I would Bethesda's do it. Hey, is a, a first-party studio, so it might be coming to your toaster. Got to find a new place to port Skyrim. And you could play it in your uh, Fallout shelter. See? See? See what I did? Nice. Nice. So uh, the short answer is yes, that would be great. Uh, would I... Embrace it? Yes. Would I prefer a console stick around? Also, yes. It's sad <laughs> to see them go away. <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? Exactly. And that's basically what we have now. Uh, I have the capability to play on my phone, but I just never do. I don't know why. I just prefer... Because you have your console. Oh, yeah. And but a I laptop. Do, but I do use the laptop, yeah. So it's not necessarily that I don't want console because i definitely use my laptop to play windows based games um so yeah i would say yes i I would embrace it and if it became the norm then then we'd all be embracing it and then not even think about it i mean physical games don't exist anymore right it's not like they were on uh, amazon prime today right uh no no see exactly Uh, let me read some patron responses. Wild West 08 said, I'm going to take the middle ground. I like streaming for vacations and other times when I am not at home. I like having a console physically without lag. All right. Well, if you're on vacation, yeah, you don't want to lug your console into the water like Koosh does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, I thought, that? that does not seem smart. <laughs> I remember he was playing something in the water. I don't know why I keep doing that. I think it was like every year. <laughs> I just, just I ruin sense. a console every year. <laughs> playing in the water. When will I learn? Um, yeah, I, I was just on vacation and I did not take my console, but I did take my laptop and I was able to uh, keep my streak alive with the 
some ACA Neo Geo goodness on the Windows <laughs> Windows You're, 8 or Windows 10. The word goodness there is used very, very loosely. <laughs> yeah. And I and I am good enough to get a gentleman's 1,000 in all my games. Thank you very much. All of my ACA I'll stick games. with the 720. Okay. Uh, Mr. J. Blah said, I'd still like consoles to stick around. Even though I buy a lot of digital games, technically you don't own them. You're paying for a license to play them. Uh, if for some reason they want to take them away, they can do that. Look at what Sony is doing right now in Germany and Austria with the digital movies and, um, and shows people have previously bought. Well, I have no idea what he's talking about since he did not elaborate. <laughs> What is Sony doing in Germany and Austria? Well, they're taking away digital movies and shows people have previously bought. Oh, you he should have said know. so. Mm-hmm, yeah. Come on, Jables. Get with the program. I thought, That's not very nice of them. Now, I could be wrong on this, but I thought the your licensing them out essentially came from the PlayStation Plus games. Like the two free ones, or, or is it PlayStation Now? Whatever their version of Games of Gold is, I think it's Plus. I think their PlayStation Plus games, you're technically leasing them. You're not owning them, whereas Microsoft were actually owning our Games with Gold. And that's why if you get rid of your Gold subscription, you can still play those games. Whereas if you don't have PlayStation Plus, you don't, you you can't play those games that you've previously downloaded. So now, as far worry... as the movies, I have not yeah. heard about that. If that's true, that is insane. Is the yeah, that... worry that the streaming games will just randomly go down every now and again and, and be taken away? Right. This isn't about them going down, right? This isn't like Game Pass where we understand that games leave the service. This is people who purchased licenses. So right. what, what Kenny's talking yeah. about with PlayStation Plus was always a thing. That was always a a well, a feature, I guess, of it is you didn't own the yeah. content. You were basically getting a loan for as long mm-hmm. as you subscribed to the service. That's not what we're talking mm-hmm. about here. These are items that were purchased that these individuals no longer have access to because they're killing whatever online storefront that they were available through. So it's it's a different situation. That, that's insane. And that is one of my worries when it comes to this all digital future that we're inevitably going to get into is what happens to these storefronts when they're running down. Like if you bought any digital game off like the Wii, you can't access it now. It's gone. Well, I don't know enough about the Sony situation because I've seen it in passing. So I want to make it very clear that anything I'm saying is not said with a hundred percent understanding of the situation. But it seems to me that Kush, you seem to have some understanding of it, but I, I don't know how much you've read into it. That it's like a, it's not a Sony storefront; it's like a third-party storefront that's shutting down or something like that. And so that's what. So it would be more similar to like if you bought a game through EA Play, for example, maybe, and that shut down. I feel like it might be something, but I, I could be completely off base with that because it's not happening in this market. It's something happening elsewhere. It's definitely affecting people, and they're definitely losing access to things they have purchased. But I don't know all the specifics of it. it. But it doesn't matter. They purchased digital-only media, streaming, and it's not streaming media, right? It's, it's just, uh, well, yeah, I guess it would be streaming, right? Because they don't own physical copy. Yeah. So th- it's something streaming, and they're supposed to have access to that forever because they purchased it, but they don't. 
I don't know. Kush, do you have any other like yeah, I mean, better Kush- understand? I I wish I had looked more into that if if uh, I knew it was going to come up in this conversation, which probably should have anticipated. Yeah, I missed that second bit. I mean, yeah, Kush generally <laughs> visits the Austria marketplace all the time. I do, I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I look for gold bullion there all the time. Um, so there is uh, apparently um, it has to do with licensing for uh, two regional sites or a couple of regional sites. For films produced by Studio Canal. Well, what's produced by Studio Canal, you ask? Uh, Paddington, The Hunger Games, Chicken mm-hmm. Run, John Wick. Oh, no. That's a good one. La La Land, uh, Shaun the Sheep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, wow. Um, so it's AAA so because content. This one, uh, yeah. So, it, it, you know, it, it's a licensing issue with Studio Canal, and it's affecting those two countries, so or those two markets. So. Yeah, it sucks, but hey, um, we're Xbox, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and done. Uh, That's the best take. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, that, okay. That, that's messed up. If you actually bought it and you can't access it now, it, it's one thing if, like, you know, Game Pass or the higher tiers of PlayStation Now, where it is just straight streaming. It's one thing if those go out. But not being able to play or watch the things that you bought, that's messed up. All right, I got one more to read from Ahizo. He says, since the assumption is that everything works and not impacted by waiting to see internet caps, etc., I'd say yes with an asterisk. What about obelisk? Game prices would have to come down notably, but I would be all for it if it truly was no difference than a game offline right now. A pipe dream, but a nice one. Uh, interesting note on the game prices. I hadn't really thought about that one way or the other, but yeah, of course it'd be nice if, if uh, they would come down. But they won't. Just the same way digital is the same as physical and you don't get anything to show for it. Yeah. The companies just make more money since they're not shipping an actual physical product. Yep. Well, the companies will argue that Which it's- in some cases, that's not a bad thing. <clears throat> the companies will argue that it's costing more and more to make a video game though. Like these studios employ hundreds of people. So that th- they will tell you that it's not about the cost of the production run. It's, you know, you want all these awesome lighting effects and water that actually looks like water. Um, it's, it costs money to bring in good people to do that. So, uh, you know, the economy of gaming is all odd anyway, since it's weird. We're even talking about the price of games because we're we subscribed to game pass. We don't really buy full price games. Right. So it's it's an interesting point that it would be nice if the price of a retail game came down along with this streaming service change. But you would think, I would think, if gaming went to a full streaming model, we would see more streaming services. And like really the concept of purchasing a game at all would, would be more uncommon, I, I would think. I think we're getting there. What if yeah. you rented a game for like two bucks yeah, you'd probably see things like that. Just the yeah. way you can rent a movie from Amazon for a couple bucks and yeah. have it for forty eight hours. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised if you exactly. eventually see services like that for you know ten bucks. You can rent the game for seven days or something like surprise, that. Surprise! Surprise! They don't have that already. I am sure a lot of that's coming. I very much imagine we are in like the early days of Netflix, where streaming media was just starting and it was only one or two people in the streaming service or in in area and now there's everybody (laughs) is in it and 
what at one point all using the same password account. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, What's... the early days of Netflix uh, was before mm-hmm. your time, Kenny. They had these things called discs, and they would mail them to you. Hey, hey, hey! And you would I have, have been to a sub- Netflix subscriber <laughs> since like 2010. I used to have their two DVD and streaming. Uh, and I think it cost me less than it did now. Netflix is so freaking expensive, and they have less content. That's a different extra grind. <laughs> Good old days of I Netflix. Hate, I hate subscriptions. There's, they're now they're too, there's too many, and it's too expensive now. But anyway, let's actually get to Michelle and what she thinks and her patron responses. Well, I will start with the patron responses. So if, I think we're going to hear kind of a lot of commonality between them. So first up, we have MDP, who shares that I feel it like it would take many years of consistent gaming without issues to deem streaming as a complete replacement for a console for me. Games like Rocket League already make a huge difference in playability with even the slightest lag, so I don't think I would ever want to give up mm. my console for streaming. And Mental Knight kind of has a similar That's take. Good point. Uh, if you could, Mental Knight says, if you could promise it would actually work, I'd definitely be down for it. But we can barely make the current stuff work, so I'm a bit cynical. And then there's... Uh, Catster slash Retstack, because we like reverse names in our community, uh, who shared a point <laughs> mm-hmm. that I don't know that anyone else touched on, but is super valid. Internet companies would have to raise their caps before I'd feel comfortable with streaming games on a regular mm. basis. I think I'd rather have the box to store the games, at least at the moment. And that's something I've never had to deal with internet caps, ever. Same. But a lot of people do. That's a very real issue in a lot of places. And was something where earlier on in the pandemic when a lot of internet companies suddenly didn't need to hoard all these resources and were being nice guys and opening up with no data caps and then suddenly started locking them back down when uh, the economy started to change. Yeah, that's a big issue that there there are lots of places where you can't just infinitely stream whatever you want. So It'd be cool if we had some of our um, Discord nerds and community nerds, um, of which you know I'm one. <laughs> uh, like look at their, uh, look at their router usage and say, okay, is streaming from Microsoft about the same, about as costly as streaming a movie from Netflix? So like, what is the data cost mm-hmm. uh, to play these games from, from Microsoft? Is it the same as watching a movie or is it like two times or that sort of thing? Right. That would be interesting. Yeah, sure. Take one of the cloud streaming games and stream it for an hour and watch the first episode of season four of Stranger Things for about an hour and, and see how they line up. That That's kind of what you're asking about yeah and i think uh you know more advanced routers and stuff they keep track of that stuff for you historically so you can just look at it okay uh, you wouldn't even have to do that yeah you wouldn't have to write down numbers or anything well if anyone wants to do that that would, that be, would be an interesting experiment <clears throat> some awesome discussion uh in the podcast discussion channel for the coming week um i am i have a hard time with the concept of not having a console and i just you know, it's partially it's for the reasons that people are stating with uh, concern about lag and things of that nature. But the console's like the centerpiece of my entertainment center. <laughs> so I just kind of like that <laughs> visual of it sitting there and being there and kind of the, the little light shining when it's on and whatnot. And I, just, I think even if we move toward a streaming future, it's I think consoles will consider, continue to exist in some way the same way a record player has still continued to exist long since the record has stopped being the primary way that people consume music um yep. and even 
there are record players out there that exist that that they have USB ports and they can digitize things and whatnot. And I think there's always going to be a space for consoles that way. But I think if you ask this question to people maybe 20 years younger than us, they may have a different take because everything for them is is streaming and in these other things. And they, they may not be as attached to that idea of having a console in their home as some of us are, at least as I am. So I, I think that I think it's something that will change. We're already getting there, right? The Samsung TVs that are coming out with Game Pass. Yeah. The streaming future is here. Yep, exactly. It's it's here. It's just your television is now your console. All of this to say as one last I like thought on this though, I'm pretty sure Microsoft said and of course we know that their word is canon, right? And they never go back on anything and everything mm-hmm. they never promised is exactly <laughs> as it turns out. But I want to say at the E three a couple years ago when they were talking about the series X and, you know, this whole idea of no loading times and and stuff like that, like, and how important that is. They were also talking about the importance of actually having a physical console because your console is your specialized supercomputer meant and dedicated to the use of gaming. And so it is best capable of giving you the best experience. And I do think that's something that still matters. Like as an industry-wide thing, the best way to experience it is still going to be a thing they market. So I don't see consoles going away, but they may yeah. be marketed differently. That change I could see. I agree with that. Uh, Nate? So Chewy says, uh, I've gone almost completely digital on games and films, so I have no issue with losing the hardware, assuming 99% reliability and no lag. Uh, everyone seems to want that. My wife <laughs> would also be happier without all the consoles and cables hanging around under the TV. <laughs> Um, yeah, Xbox Live has enough issues as it is, even with the console. So it's not like we live in a utopia right now. Anyway, my entire library would need to be available for it, though. And I think that would be the sticking point. I don't think all legacy games will go cloud in the same way. Not every 360 game will be backwards compatible. Uh, yep, a lot of commonality there. <laughs> we, we all want it to be perfect before we accept it. Uh, and uh, yeah, the library. Um, more on that later. Uh X says, I'm with Mental Knight. Um, if the streaming is completely on par with playing from consoles, let's do it and save $500 every few years. But it's unlikely we'll ever reach 100% parity. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess when I was thinking about the streaming, I wasn't thinking it's just going to be uh, streaming from a stick or streaming from a browser or something. I was thinking it would be streaming from my, my console. Um, so, yeah, I, I would never... If I given the option, I would keep my console, even if they're mm-hmm. streaming, and I would stream from my console if it made sense, or stream from the browser if it made sense, and then I would obviously be playing on the console. Uh, Hatton says, uh, as a collector, I want consoles and games to stick around forever. As a realistic person, I know that isn't going to happen. Lies. I suppose <laughs> my issue with a streaming-only service would be whether it would be run like Game Pass, where games would be removed and there would be no way to play again. If there was options to purchase, then it would be much different to playing a game that you own digitally now. I think I read that wrong. As I live in a country with half-decent internet, I'm not sure it would bother me. But I can see it being a while off right now. So for me, um, yeah, as long as there's an option for me to still play this ginormous backlog that I basically have made a a green box castle out of uh, in my (laughs) office... And I'm hiding in right now. I would I would love to be able to take those down and play them and not just, uh, you know, uh, have them just be looked at. And once upon a time, this was the thing you could do. Uh, and now it's just plastic. It's a coaster. 
to frisbee. Um, mm. that that would stink. So I need to be able to switch, continue playing my old stuff. Um, even if it doesn't have the online, and you know, I, I do want to get to those. I mean, I, I purchased them because I wanted to play them, and I just I need to retire uh, from work before I can actually play them. Uh, have enough time. Um, th- the other thing that has to happen is um, there has to be, if we're going to the streaming future, and you own these things, you own these licenses, there has to be a better way to view, search, or organize it outside of the console. Trying to organize your library with like two thumbsticks is horrible. Mm, <laughs> you yeah. need to be able to use a mouse and keyboard or a trackball or something. You need to be able to do something. Um and, and be able to break them up in by genre or do whatever, or just, you know, here's my RTDL stuff. Groups. You need to be able to organize this stuff and get through it quickly because scrolling through, uh, you know, a, a, a lazy loading list is horrible and it just won't work as these things go on and on. Uh, now, someone had mentioned, um, uh, like the improvements, like it would have to happen. Of course, this would, it would have to be good, right? The service ha- would have to be good. But then I wonder if, um, like we were going to get with the Xbox original, uh, by original I mean, you know, the Xbox One, sorry, the Xbox One original, we were told that you were going to be able to trade games. You're going to be able to trade digital licenses. I would they like said that? Yeah, that was that was in the cards for it. Right. You were going to be able to trade your I've digital access to that. a game. Everything Microsoft says around. is canon. Yeah. Wow. So, Blockchain, baby. Yep. Yes. Could you so, imagine? So if if you know if it's tied, you know, to, to the you know, I don't want to say to the blockchain because I don't know Jack Squad about that. Too old. Um, <laughs> but if they if they can put unique identifiers on these licenses, you can trade that license to someone. You could sell that license to someone, and then you would lose access to that particular license uh and and assuming that we go to the streaming way and like you buy these licenses and you have access to them i would imagine that that would come along as well and that would be interesting i would like that Uh, you know because then you can you know buy them for cheap cheaper than you know whatever you know microsoft selling it for today like i can i'll sell you my copy for five bucks and we're good you know that'd be awesome i think that's Um, so you know I, i look forward to that if that is the way things go that's yeah. a way more consumer-friendly future than is ever going to happen. Unfortunately, I feel like Microsoft said that stuff, and they did <laughs> because yeah. they were they were getting <laughs> so much backlash from the idea of, you know, look, when I grew grew up, I got my two games a year, and I would go to my friend's house with a Super Nintendo, and I'd bring my two games that I got, and we'd be able to swap and play different things, and so. People, again, in that age bracket were up in arms about like, but what if I want to trade things? So, of course, Microsoft's like, yeah, of course, we'll bring that mm-hmm. to you. That Them getting us to buy each thing multiple times, that's that's the end game for them. I, I don't see that structure ever coming, unfortunately. I would, I agree with you. It would nah, be lovely. No well, way. I think we will see I no mean, lag-free would... environments in streaming before we see something like that. It would mm-hmm. be a market differentiator that would put them ahead of a competitor. So in that regard, they might consider doing that. They're not. I but mean, I don't know. Smart people would know if that uh, the, they'd run, be able to run the numbers and say if that's worth it to true. them or not. He's not an economist, so uh, definitely not speaking with any actual knowledge of how that might impact things. The crazy thing is, if doing that, I cannot in any university and. Microsoft, Sony, or Nintendo doing that. But <laughs> I could somehow see Steam doing that. 
And if Steam did that, then that would kind of force Microsoft's hand. So as the Microsoft Windows Store is in competition with the Steam Store, and if it happens on Windows, it happens on Xbox. And then if Xbox is doing it, Sony's going is bound to do it. And if Sony's doing it, then Nintendo's not going to do it because Nintendo's its own thing and they don't care what <laughs> anybody else is doing. So maybe I can, but at I the can same see time. Something, sorry, go ahead. I still doubt that. Yeah, I can see it happening. No, I'm if, done. You're good. Like we're at this point right now in terms of like console sales and things like that, where the Xbox has actually gained pretty significant ground on PlayStation. So Globally, I think it's more even than it's been. It's not that Xbox has quite tipped over, but it's it's getting there. Like, and I know these are smaller numbers where the Xbox uh, series has already outsold the Xbox One in Japan over its lifetime or whatever. But I can see something like this happening because this is always when all great innovation happens in gaming. The team that's ahead starts falling behind because they don't innovate yep. anymore. And then suddenly the team that's behind goes, wait a second, we have to do something. We have to do something pretty extreme, right? So we got Game Pass because yeah. that's what happened. Microsoft lost that last console generation and went, well, now what do we do? And we got this amazing service, right? So this is when this stuff happens in gaming. I can see something like this coming as a response if the scales tip that way. But if everybody's making good money off of this and they, they're not at a loss or anything or they don't feel like they're losing market share, that's a pretty extreme change, I would think. But again, not speaking as an economist, really don't know if that's the case. But that's just my inclination, just watching it completely as a, a novice from all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Xbox and PlayStation right about now are very tied. Both are very good consoles. Both um, companies at least seem to be doing well at, for the customer. But that's only because they're so close. And honestly, I only think that the Xbox is selling as well as it is everywhere and it's keeping pace at the PlayStation 5 because of the supply chain shortages and Microsoft has done whatever it is that they're doing in, to get more processors and blah, blah, blah than Sony has. Ha if there's no supply chain shortage, I'm, I would be shocked to see the Series X performing as close as it does to the PS5 because of mostly the Asian markets where the Xbox just is not a thing. Um, I'll go ahead and read the last two responses. First one is from Logic Slayer. He says, so long as it's indistinguishable from an actual console, I'd be down. I'm impressed with Xbox Cloud Gaming so far, but it is not even close to a true console experience. And Freemhole, as a big turn-based strategy fan, I wholly welcome our streaming future with touch controls. All hail the tactics genre. All right, so that I do partially agree with. Dear. I <laughs> love turn-based strategy games and anything on the xCloud. It they're they're perfect. It works so well for that because you don't need those mm. switch skills. XCloud, XCOM, and having the touch controls are just make it. it better. <laughs> now, as someone who has frequently used the xCloud service, I love it. I love that I have the option for that while I'm at work. Like I have a I have a controller that I keep at work that I can use on my laptop on my lunch breaks. Uh, I don't use it on my phone too often, but that's just because my phone is too big for any of the, uh, what's it called? Whatever the controller is that, that fits over your, your phone. Oh. My phone's just too big. So it doesn't fit that. So yeah, those razor, um, 
No, is it Razor? Well, yeah, anyway, no. yeah. Razor Kiyoshi or Kishi? something like that. Kishi, yeah. yeah. Kishi, that's sure. it. Kiwi. Yeah, Kiyoshi's <laughs> avatar. Uh, Salchicha, yeah. But with that being said, <laughs> I don't want the all streaming future. I am a huge physical physical collector. I've got records. I've got CDs. I've got games. I've got DVDs. I like all my consoles. I still have the PlayStation 1 that I've had since I was... Uh, Eight or nine or whenever the crap whatever no, we got. Oh, so oh, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not bring age into this, Kenny. <laughs> uh, I'm not too. I'm still too young to retire, so it's all good. But either way, like yeah, you shouldn't. I ha I like physical media, and but I'm also fortunate enough and blessed to be able to have a game room, so I can have all this useless junk sitting around, even if I don't use it often. So. As a collector, I don't want to see an all-streaming future. I mean, I still buy physical uh, games when I can, even though that's almost never at this point. I don't buy games anymore because Game Pass. Like, I see the value in digital. It's so nice. I mean, I love the fact that it, when I want to go play Halo, I don't have to get up off the chair. I could just be lazy and just play it digitally, even though I do have my physical copy sitting on the shelf over, over there somewhere. So. I like having both options, but I still want my console. It's such a nice piece, especially for someone like myself, who is a humongous Halo fan, and I have the Halo Edition Xbox 360 sitting over there. I have the Halo Infinite Xbox Series X sitting over there. Like It just looks cool. I enjoy it. But uh, yeah, that's my two cents on that. I, I don't want a all-streaming future. I want it to be better than what it is, even though I personally have had a lot of really good experiences with it, but it could always be better. <clears throat> uh, mm -hmm. All right. Anybody else have anything else they'd like to add to that? I guess not. <laughs> well, in that case, let's <laughs> get Thanks, on to... <laughs> let's get on to the game showcase. Uh, Nate, you're first up in the list. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah, streaming, awesome. I can't wait for it. I love it. I played a non-backwards compatible 360 game. Yeah, good one. Uh, beautiful. Just beautiful. That game, Why? <laughs> that game is Fight Night Round 3. Whoa. Uh, why Superman did I play Returns, this? Fight Night yeah. Round 3. Whoa. He's getting oh, there's that a 360 reason. stuff. There's a reason. There's the Red Ring of Death uh, uh, event going on on the server right now. If you are a listener... And I've looked at the numbers, so I know I know these people exist. If you're a listener, <laughs> but you're not on the Discord, um, you should check it out. Like shame our, on you. The people that that run contests for us, that you know, they come up with these crazy contest ideas and like put in the work. Uh, they do a lot of work, and these things are fun. So um, if you have not participated in one of these, you should come check it out. They're, you know, these guys are doing really good work, and we've got. Other people who are uh, writing bots and those those bots scrape the data and they put exposition on things. Super cool. I mean, these guys are putting in a lot of work and these things are fun. Um, so we don't talk about them enough, but there is a Red Ring of Death event going on right now where we are, you know, the short of it is we're beating a raid boss and we're doing that by playing 360 games. Backwards compatible, non-backwards compatible, and we're getting bonuses, you know, if, if they're more difficult games or if they are non-BC uh, 360 games. That's why I'm playing a lot of 360 games this month. Superman Returns, which I just finished uh, 
you know, I played, I talked about that last week. This week, it's Fight Night Round 3. I don't have a whole lot to say about Fight Night Round 3, so I'm kind of talking around. <laughs> um, Fight Night Round, round 3 um, was a really cool game when it first came out. I mean, it's Fight Nights. I guess that was the, technically, that was the third one. I guess it must be, right? It's got three in it. Um, the control scheme for this game was awesome this when it first came out. And I'm not going to say what age that was, but it was, you know, you are moving with your left stick. Uh-huh. And with your right stick, you're throwing punches. And apparently boxers don't throw both fists at the same time because that's stupid. <laughs> so silly. you use your right stick to throw either your left or your right. And um, you can, you know, you you know, if you just do straight forward to the left, you know, slightly to the left, it's a jab. You know, if you're swinging around one way, it's a hook or an uppercut. So the control scheme is really fun. Uh, and, you know, the game actually is really, it is a fun game to play on the lower difficulty settings. It's punishing on normal <laughs> or, or difficult, like difficult. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, it was a fun game. It's a fun control scheme. Uh, so I do recommend just what? checking it out. And maybe later iterations of the game get better. I don't know. I'll eventually get to them. I think I have a couple. Um, so I will eventually play them, and I do like the control scheme. Now, that's not how you play Fight Night <laughs> Round 3. I know the how. Way you I know play how. Fight, <laughs> the way you play Fight Night Round 3 is you put it on easy. Uh-huh. You, have, you set it so the computer doesn't use illegal moves. Then you use illegal moves. Um, you, you buy yourself the ability to knee your opponent, because that's what you do in boxing. You, you buy yourself the, 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 the option to use your elbow, because that's what you do in boxing. Uh, you turn off autosave, so if you make a mistake, you don't uh, basically have to redo your run. And then you go through, and you just start doing You do a career mode with the heaviest, tallest dude you can do, and you just go in and you just knee people in the groin. Um, and, and that's what you do for about three to four hours yep. of this game. And it's fun. Yep. I, re- I don't know what it was. You, you should make sure make sure you pick a fun name for your boxer. Because you're going to hear your name. You're going you're gonna to hear yourself like, oh, this guy's a dirty cheater. Like, he's going to lose fans. Oh, the assassin. You know, I picked a bad name. And they're like, oh, the assassin. Why would the assassin do this illegal move? He's an assassin. Like, that's what they do. Um, so You're making me want to go buy this and load up my 360. Hey, I just beat it. I'll let you borrow it. But um, but yeah. So so you're basically going around and playing this boxing game made me want to go watch UFC and play some UFC. All of those mm. games are really hard. Mm. Um, and I just found myself, you know, uh, just wanting to like, you know, throw upper elbows and do back. Uh, I, I was I wanted to do a, a, a good UFC game that I can play based off of this. Now here's here's something. Um, uh, when you're playing this, make sure that you select uh, when you're doing that initial configuration use the walkthrough it'll it'll give you all the steps i'm just you know i'm just talking about it but the the walkthrough is very good uh once you change those settings you need to do something that you never have to do in any other game because this is a very old game you have to save your settings you have to go to options Wait, what settings there's a settings manager where you save your settings if you don't do this then for like the first five times you sit down and do this, you have to keep changing those settings like I did. Today was my That's last uh, session of playing it, and I was like, I wonder if you could save those somehow. What is the settings manager? And sure enough, <laughs> you go to settings manager, you save your settings, and you never have to change the difficulty again uh, or change you know uh, <clears throat> the, the HUD and all that stuff. Ugh. 
So uh, when you're picking, when you're going through this very quickly, because like I said, there's not much to talk about with this game. Uh, when you're picking your fights, prior, prioritize any fight that gives you a popularity boost, because that reduces the number of fights you're going to have to do, because the way this works is you, you move through a championship, and as you get better and more popular, you finally work your way up to this thing, and beating the fight in that thing is what gives you your achievement. You know, it's the Burger King belt, or it's the um, you know the EA belt, or the Everlast belt, whatever. There's like four or five of them, and you just get them just by playing the game. Just, you're just kneeing dudes over and over. Um, <laughs> now you can play it for fun. I actually played. I actually played a little bit. You know, I would throw a couple punches and then knee. Uh, and I you know, I really like the game by doing that. But then as you, you get tell he's towards a UFC the end, fan. yes, as you get towards the end, they start hitting you really hard these guys start boxing and that's not cool um so what you (laughs) at that point i just started spamming the knee button uh and i was just i just go right up the guy knee him uh go the knee him and then some guys were still like they're really good boxers they're like hitting you in the body and then they're hitting you in the head and your health is just dropping like that so a couple instances i had to block and you know figure out how to block and once you block they they kind of get tired and then you can knee them (laughs) <laughs> and then you knee them to death and then they're done. Um, but yeah, uh, it is a fun game. I, I, I see a lot of people have completed this and um, yeah, it's been about, I started this in 2006. So yeah, it's been a long time. I, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> I could have saved this one for the completion. It was at the bottom of the pile. I, I had to dig to the very bottom of the bin to get to this one. Uh, but I was looking at like quick completions on the 360 that I had already started. And so that's where this one came from. But yeah, this is, it's a fun game. I had a great time for my three to four hours. Uh, <laughs> I hope someone else tries this and tells me I'm not crazy. Um, but yeah, fight night round three, an easy one K non backwards compatible on the 360. If it comes up in a contest, this is a great game uh, for all the bonus points and such you can get. Oh my goodness, Nate. I have so many questions. <laughs> We have time for one. Okay. <laughs> um, who was the assassin's toughest opponent? <laughs> no, did you did you recognize oh any gosh. of the any of the the boxers in the game? Like, oh I, yeah, I forget. Yeah, do they have uh, the legends, or do they have like? There's the one dude. Um, no, there was there was Roy Jones Jr. There was Tony, Tommy, Tony. Um, the there was the Holyfield. So okay. yeah, they had a whole bunch of guys, and I guess uh, De La Hoya oh, was Mike on the Tyson. cover, right? No, I didn't see Tyson. Um, I imagine I would have if he'd been in the roster. But yeah, I Probably. ran across some names that I that I knew, uh, and I need them in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about Jake Paul? Was he in there? Oh, no, God. no, he was a baby. Yeah. So <laughs> you was in the crowd maybe when you played this. In, this mm-hmm. game came out in two thousand six. So yeah, did you buy this like new? I bought this new um, to play with my friends because back then we would, you know, back in the old days, you would yeah. get a friend uh-huh. and you would invite them over and you'd have <laughs> cheese, the nuts. cheese doodles <laughs> and, you'd, and you'd knee them in the nuts when they walked in the door. No, you would, um, you would sit down and, you, my friend. <laughs> and you, would pass, you would play a little bit and then you would pass the controller. You would play and you'd pass the controller. And that's what we did. And I actually, back then, we used to make uh, characters that looked like other characters. One of my profiles was Tony Danza. I made a guy that looked like Tony Danza, nice. and that was that was how I was playing Fight Night Round Three as Tony Danza. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, 
back then you you do that. So this was a game that I bought to play with other people uh, in my house. And I then put it down and never invited people over again. (laughs) Well, then. Yeah, so I finished it. It took a red ring of death to get you to play. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so this game was one of the first known easy completions back in the day. (laughs) At three to four hours was considered really short. I have 180 friends with this completion out of 189. Wow. This is just wow. one that people people got. Like I did it. I was a late one to this. I did this in 2013 apparently. But yeah, I you cannot forget this game once you play it. <laughs> just knee in the nuts and it doesn't get repetitive. It's hilarious every time. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The assassin's going to lose fans. What is he thinking? <laughs> Um, of all my Xbox friends that are, that are listed on TA, they all have a thousand. And here, here we go. We're going to call people out, Uh-oh. except for uh, Stushnikin, Vulgar Latin, and uh, that's it. So, I, and then vulgar. everyone else either hasn't, they either haven't started it or they haven't finished it. Is, is Vulgar oh. playing the game oh currently goodness. as part of this tournament? That I do not know. Maybe that's why it's not complete yet. He might. He might. Uh, I don't know. He has two achievements left to go. And that was back in 2009. No, he is not playing it currently. All right. So at least he's not achieving achievements well, yet. He, he had that long break. Like he was playing for achievements for a while and then went like totally steam for a while. So I guess Fight Night got lost over that time. So that's too bad. I don't know if he even has a 360 at this point to complete it. Does he? Yes, he does. I think. Right. Uh, I'm sure he does. Yep. I'm pretty sure he does. I'd be surprised yeah. if he doesn't. Well then, he likes, he likes vulgar. Games. Next week we better be talking about this completion in Brad Camp. And then you can give it a or two point. Issues. You can give it a two point <laughs> and, and talk about it on Master Raiders. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say, listen, listening to you talk <laughs> about this game and, and being able to cheat, it is bringing my inner troll and griefer out. And now I really, really want to go play this game. I think your I think your nephews would have a great time watching you do this. So <laughs> they're just so, going to yeah. go around hitting each other inappropriately in, throughout the day. Nor- normally, my daughter comes in. And she goes, "Why Don't are you playing this game?" And I, uh, my answer is always for achievements. And like, w- luckily, she didn't walk in and see what Daddy was doing to this poor opponent. Because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to have to explain that. <laughs> the next well, day, she's got to learn. Some just wants to repeat and knees you in the nuts. <laughs> she's got to learn it. Oh, is yeah. this boxing? I know how to box. <laughs> <laughs> Her first date is going to be something. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, this is the best show ever. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that 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 was a lot better than I expected that to go. I saw an old 360 non-backwards compatible game. Ooh, that was funny. All right. Nate, Nate needs to play more sports games and, and tell us about them. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. look, if, yes. if golf let you knee people, I would be playing that like crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you ever played uh, Me with Slug your friends? <laughs> Slugfest? So it was no, a baseball so. game, but you could also, like, punch people so like if the guy throws you out at first and you're running fast enough you can deck him right when he catches the ball uh, and he'll drop it 
so much fun. That, yeah, that was that back when is a sports game I wish would come back. I loved that game. When the NBA Jam came out, there was a lot of uh, those type of like NFL yeah. and MLB Slugfest. Yeah. Oh, Slugfest is so good. Yeah, there was a game on the NES with uh, the robots. Uh, what was that? Beast Wars, I think. And then if it was a close play at first, then they would fight it out for the base. It, it was good times. Just, I would love to have more, more sports games like that that are just dumb fun. You don't, League don't take yourself good serious. One. Just good one. have fun. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. L, you're up. You're the next one in for the game showcase. What you yeah, got? Yeah, that was that was too much fun. I'm gonna have to bring it down a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> or you can try uh, to top it. Um No, we'll, we'll we'll have to bring it down and then we bring it back up later, right? It's like a like a good movie or something. All right. So at the request uh recommendation of Nate, I played a Nate type of game called Down in Bermuda. Uh, which is a puzzle game. And typically, for whatever reason, this is a $20 game. But it goes on sale for $2 quite often. It's very strange pricing that, they, that they've come up with. I don't know why they don't just make it 5 or $10, because that's, that's basically what this game would be worth. Uh, you know, Michelle was over, and we passed the controller around, and... Uh, basically, <laughs> it's a guy. It's, he's, well, there is a story, but uh, all you need to know is that you're you're going to be searching for things and solving random puzzles without being really told what to do. So you're just clicking around, clicking around, and solving puzzles. And you need to find <laughs> stars. And it's interesting because there's an achievement for finding all these stars without using the map, which I which I did not like. I I've wished that I could have been able to use the map. Um, so a lot of it was clicking around and rotating them, the camera, and and the control scheme was a little weird because you had to use the D-pad to scroll around. I realized a little later that you could hold down the X button and use the left stick to scroll around also. There's a run button. Oh, man, if there was a run button, that'd be great. No. <laughs> <laughs> um I just wanted to talk about this game a little bit. I know Nate's talked about it because um, I don't know if they patched something in the game or, or what, but I was just going to say that you don't really have to worry about missables in this game because I was worried about missables, and then I wound up missing something. Um, there were two major missable achievements. Do you remember this game, Nate? There was one. I do. There was one with the sheep where you had to get the, the white sheep in the black pen and the black sheep in the white pen. Yes, it was a timed. It was a puzzle. timed yeah. one, yes. Mm-hmm. So if you messed up that one and the achievement didn't pop for doing it in the right time, you could just uh, dashboard and go back in and do it again. Yeah, if you if you did it correctly, if you you know if you did it right, but then if you messed up, then you had to yeah, you work could do it back again. there. But mm-hmm. on the last yeah. stage, there was uh, one where you had to slide uh, tiles around. Yes, in fourteen moves. Mm-hmm. And if you mess up one of those, it it's permanently saved. If you dashboard and go back in, it it goes back to where you were. It's the strangest thing. Mm. So I looked at the solutions, and and uh, actually, uh, Mister Urban Spaceman had written something saying 
that happened to him, and he was able to go in and delete the, uh, you know how you save scum and you do just delete from console but not delete from everywhere, and then it resyncs from the cloud. I tried that and it didn't work. Right. So what I wound up doing is uh, I missed that achievement, but I did everything else. And then when I went back in, and you could actually pick any of the levels, and it'll say, uh, you shouldn't be unlocking this this uh, this level now. It'll, um, you know, it won't go in the right order in the story. Are you sure you want to do this? And you could just say yes. And you could just do this up until the last level and do it again. You can only do that if you've beaten the game, I think. Like um, That's actually not true, because I remember we... Did they change that? I, I remember clicking on it by accident. Like in the beginning. I don't know if you remember that, Michelle, but we accidentally clicked it once and it said, do you want to open this stage? And we said no. Yeah, it, was, remember it, that. it definitely was accessible earlier on. Now, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't think we actually clicked on it. I think we saw it and it, it just tells you that. So I don't know if we tried to click on it before it said, hey, this isn't accessible. Yeah. But I in remember. the context of what's being discussed here... This was something we that had to be done after the game was completed anyway. We had to go back to something. So yeah. you so can't really the, shortcut the anything you need story, to play yeah. every level. So Yeah, the moral of the story is that there there is a walkthrough and you can, you know, control F for the word missable and they'll tell you the couple of missable achievements. But at the end of the day, you don't really have to worry. You can chapter select, you can go back in after you beat the game. And overall this was a a nice time. This was Nice little indie game, but it felt like it had a lot of content for uh, another three to four hour experience. Um, you get this duck that joins you. His name's Quack. And unfortunately, he doesn't go around, you know, like pecking uh, the balls of uh, of your opponents. But there are a lot of... Uh, there are boss fights, and but you have to, to use your, your brains and not your, your wits. I, I mean, uh, not your... Uh, your, uh, what? <laughs> your, your brains. I mean, what? Uh, no. Use your brains and not your brawn. There, there you go. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, that was down in Bermuda. It's, if you see it on sale, I would definitely recommend it. Um, and now I have a little bit of a sob story. I was playing yeah. Slay Away. Um, Slay Away Camp. Because it showed up on my uh, RTDL. So when it shows up on RTDL for Scavenger, you're not quite sure what to go for. So I was just going um, going for achievements that fell within the range. And there is this mode called Faces of Killed 3. So it's basically this, this slider thing, and it goes back and forth, and you have to hit it on the, on the, in the right spot. Nate, have you played this? No, I don't. Uh, I might own it, but I have not played it. Okay. It's a horror game. It's not really a horror game. It's in the vein of a Hitman Go, where you have to just go up, down, left, right, and try to solve the puzzles on a grid, basically. And you need to go around killing everyone. But what I'm talking about is the mini game. So there are achievements for getting uh, 5 kills, 10 kills, 13 kills, which I guess is a Friday the 13th reference, 20 kills, and 25 kills. Now, the one for 25 kills is one of the hardest achievements to get in the game. Hmm. And I 
uh, got five kills. I got 10 kills. I got 13 kills. All right, those three achievements popped. Then I ran it again. And a few times later, I got 20 kills and I got 25 kills. No achievement. And I said, that okay. I was looking at the solution. I saw no one complaining about this. I tried going uh, into the, you know, where you sometimes you go to official club. Uh, I tried rebooting. I tried hard resetting. Nothing. And then you go back in. Uh, you know how the game has stats attached to it? Uh, if you go to the my official club, or sometimes they're on TA also, it shows that my high score in that mode is 16. And I wasn't able to replicate 25 again, but I got 20 several times, and it still didn't pop. So I was hoping they were just stuck. But I get the feeling that I'm going to have to do the same thing, complete the game, and then maybe delete my progress and start all the way over and see if that'll unstick it somehow. Yeah, that's just an odd one. What, what's but odd about it is... was very sad. Exactly what you said, that because I... I actually witnessed the whole thing happen because we were hanging out and it totally popped fine for the five and ten because i think on your first try you got you got to like kill 12 or something like that and then okay the next time after that you you didn't make it to where you should have gotten an achievement like you got to 13 14 but that third try you got all the way up to 20 like you got through 25 and lost on 26 well. and i'm they just my didn't own horn pop. here because that's the one is a hard one yeah, so it was and, uh, it was yeah. really odd I that it, do it, it again. tracked the other ones one or two playthroughs before. There was no disconnection. There wasn't like live went down for a second. It was just, and I've I've not seen that before where the leaderboard actually didn't track any new data. So it that was odd. I mean, you'll get it done again. Like if you did it once, it's it's not it's not unachievable. Like for people who haven't played that. The issue is that it's it's one of those kinds of achievements where the first 10 or 15 are really easy. It's really that last stretch. Not, you know, maybe like kill 21 or 22. And it's frustrating to keep play through the first yeah. 15 easy ones to get to the one you really want to get to. So it sucks to have to do again, but you'll be able to. I just don't know why that would have happened. Yeah. Just one of those achievement stories. I've definitely seen people complain that their achievements haven't been unlocking correctly or that they don't show up on their on their TVs, that they might see the, the toast on their computer or their phone. A lot of wonkiness going on lately. But, you know, That's life dumb. goes on. Life goes on and you play games for fun and not for achievements unless you get... Uh, 12 people together in a boosting session in a little game called Fall Guys. Now, I know it's blasphemous to talk about Fall Guys without Corey here, but we're <laughs> going to do our best. Corey loves Fall Guys. Such a casual game Fall right Guys now. is great. <laughs> so, they had this mode where it made it easier to get the five wins in a row. Thieves. Uh, what was it called? Thieves and... Sweet thieves. thieves. Sweet Thieves. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Right. So, You'd be a thief or a guardian. That's that's the and they think you were trying to come up with. Now, a lot of people in the community were able to do this legit and more power to them. But we decided to 
get a boosting session together and see if we can find each other. And the way to do this is to get 12 people together. And you have to make sure that they're all on Xboxes. Because I tried this while I was on vacation on my laptop. And in order to do this, the crossplay had to be on. And we kept running into a lot of randoms. Once crossplay was off, everyone was able to find each other. So sadly, I could not do it while I was on vacation. But 12 of you or so were able to do it. I forget if I forget if some of you used alts or not. Uh, uh, Ahizo had one second Xbox in. I think Mental had a... Yeah, there was some help the first time, the first time he used mm-hmm. an alt, but I think he didn't play himself, right? He just used the alt, or did he? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it worked. Yeah. Right. So, who was there? Nate, and, and you were there, Kenny, right? I was there... Matism, Fug, uh, Thursday Michelle, night? her brother, Corey, Saucy, yeah, the first night. Tim, uh, Icefire, uh, Chippa-Papa, Kingsman. Chip came in. He's like, oh, I'm on the PlayStation. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's legit. He wasn't even trying to make a joke about it. He honestly only had his PlayStation accessible to him. And at this point, Prue was on the sidelines. Chip, Chip, uh, Chip Rocker and Saucy got to Chiman at one in the morning. Nice job. Oh, yeah. Prue was like, I'm not playing this game. Thanks, Prue. It's so much fun. You should play it. It is fun. So it's then, such a good game. So then um, on uh, Monday, it was the last day of this, and Nate created a thread in the general boosting room. Thank you, Nate. And we got six more people that needed the achievement, including myself, and we had six helpers, so thank you for everyone who helped. Uh, so Kingsman, KT Echo, Freem, Mike Pitch, and Morbid all got the achievement so we all collectively destroyed the ratio of this achievement it's sitting at a 4.14 right now it's worth a hearty 100 g so that was the infallible achievement but you know what we did it guys we did it any so idea what the, what the ratio was before this um, um, event? 8,600. No, I, I wish I kept tabs on that, but... I was just wondering. I don't know too know. many people that got it on the normal mode, if anybody. That's why I was wondering. Because I know I know this. the ratio for this absolutely tanks. When that yeah. Well, and so I, the and score there was an article history. on TA about it. Uh, TA does keep a score history chart for all the individual achievements, so it looked like the <clears throat> the infallible achievement um, topped out on June 29th at 1,387 TA, and now, like you said, it's Ooh. worth 446. So, right. yeah, so it went ratio. from a 13 ratio to a 4. Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm not upset. I mean, it had been going down care. before the Sweet Thieves event. It looks like the Sweet <laughs> Thieves event. The Sweet Thieves event ran, I want to say, five days. So it it halved, basically. It went from almost 900 to about 450 during the course of that event. 
And there are all kinds of easy events too. I mean, the Halo yeah. event was pretty easy to, to maybe get a five uh, streak, and the the soccer tournament mm-hmm. was another easy way to get a five streak. So there are all kinds of little ways it'll sneak in. But um, as more of these things rotate in, there's a nice website. It's fallguys-db.pages.dev. <laughs> That's easy to remember. Um, that has a list of all the upcoming um, tournaments and you know um, the shows they're calling them. Uh, so one of the things that I wanted to try for science was to lock down an entire like sixty player lobby, oh, God, um, which I totally think we could do at some point if we I had enough think interested we could people. Do. I think we could yeah, do I think that'd be fun. That. And so you, I think that with enough people or with a TA boosting group or whatever, I think you could lock it down in you know uh, in Japan. With Xbox only, so no crossplay, and I think you could you could do things like um, the first place wins, like uh, or the first place on the race on the very first thing. Now it would take a long time to get you know, sixty people through that, but uh, maybe there will be a show that has, that is qualified as a race, and we can boost it with a smaller group. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for science, it was good. Yeah, so that seems to be the hardest achievement, right? Get uh, first place in the racing round twenty times. I think they're, yeah. they're saying that was the hardest one. Yeah, yeah. So because it's not even that. Sorry to cut you off, Al, but I, I'm no, pretty sure with the race achievements. It's not, so in Fall Guys, you can play several different game modes. There's solos, there's duos, there's squads. If you play in a squad and your squad finishes first in a race, does not count. You yourself have to cross the finish line first. Mm-hmm. It, no matter what game type it is, so it's very difficult and that's what like with some of these special game modes i'm it may happen but what you would need to make it as easy as possible is a game mode that requires less players and i don't know if they would do a race mode that would only require 12 like that the chaos of fall guys is part of the fun of it so i I just don't know that that's something they would do so i I think that's going to remain the hardest achievement all told we can only hope yeah, the solution seems to maintain the best way to keep track is by doing solos. And mm-hmm. Corey was complaining earlier that the game doesn't track it anywhere, so you don't know how many you have, which is also yeah. a pain in the butt. Zero achievement tracking. And there's nothing in-game either, huh? That's Not that I know of. Not to my knowledge. But I think if there are there achievements is, for 1, it. 5, and 10, maybe. I know there's at least for 1, and I'm pretty sure for 5. So you do have some... Uh, milestones throughout that you can at least give yourself a sense of where you're up to. That's good. And the other big news out of today was the head turner achievement uh, for equipping a legendary body color pattern, upper and lower costume piece. Uh, The requirements changed because you couldn't unlock this achievement and now you can. All you need now is items equipped in the pattern and costume slots of rarity special event or legendary so i believe if you have the season pass you will have this and otherwise they will show up in the store sometimes eventually that sound right Uh, yeah and some of these special events that they put up like the halo those will give you special rewards as well special yay all right well it was fun playing Fall Guys. It just seems like one of those games where if you have a bunch of people together, it becomes fun. I know, Michelle, I you've do done squads, a lot of... Uh, group of four. I know, Michelle, you've done a lot of solo, right? Like, 
Mm-mm. I don't know if I no. would do the solo. I like <laughs> even when I play solo, so I tend many... to play in a squad. I, I don't play a lot of solo. Oh, because I I prefer that sense of like I'm generally skill wise on most of the games pretty mediocre. Like I'm not super bad, but I'm not the kind of person who's going to carry a team. Uh, and if it's a game mode like full tilt, I'm going to bring the team down. Uh, but when you're playing on a huh. squad, you have a better chance for me of moving forward because at least. You know, if you have a whole bunch of people who finish kind of in the middle, you'll make it through versus if you have one really good person and then everyone else is really bad. So I, I like to play squads. That's my preference. Um, But I mean, the game plays pretty much the same. It's just a matter of how you progress through the, the next rounds. Okay, uh, that was Fall Guys. Um, Michelle, what game do you want to talk about? All right. Well, um, I have been in a little bit of a weird gaming headspace where i'm not really super focused on anything i've still been working on beyond good and evil i finally completed uh microsoft solitaire so that was exciting uh until they released the level 200 on all of the game modes achievements but you know so i i have played a little bit don't worry (laughs) i have played a little bit for war boats though so i just wanted to highlight real quick a couple of the games i played so the first one is Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. Gross. And yeah, I mean, just real quick. Has anyone played this at all? Uh, I have. Okay. No. I figured this was a Kenny type game. You're not missing anything. Oh, this is definitely a Kenny game. We can't <laughs> and, and so Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator is sort of like... I guess you could say it's like a, like a stock market kind of game where the idea is yeah. you are a space warlord or you work for a space warlord. I'm not 100% sure. And there's an open market on organs. And your job is to make money by buying organs cheap and selling them high. And throughout the game, there are other traders that come through and will try to compete with you to take some of those organs off of your hands. And you also, re- and the crux of the gameplay is that you receive orders from other people who are saying, hey, I need to get this organ. But each organ has several classifications. So there's the blood type, there's the size, there's the uh, like how how the condition. And so you'll get someone who says, I need a gallbladder that's uh, a positive blood type or whatever. And so you have to wait and watch the stock market and hope that one of those shows up and hope that you don't have a trader against you that is trying to also buy that thing. And then you buy it and you complete the quest. And as you complete the quests, you get a better reputation. And as you get a better reputation, more unusual items will show up. So eventually you're buying things that are not real and things like souls. There's not much to <laughs> Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator, but I went into it thinking, okay, this is a quick game. It's listed as a one to two hour completion, I believe. It's on my warboats. What's up? Uh, no, continue. Well, so I... I was like, look, just just go in blind. Or I, I'm so, that's not even fair. I looked at the walkthrough and the whole first page of the walkthrough is here's what everything means. Because if you just start the game and you're not familiar, it can be a little overwhelming because it's not graphically intensive at all. It's really just text and some images of like what the traders look like. So mm-hmm. I read that page and then the walkthrough is giving you the best path through the game. And I started with it. But after like the second day of trading, I was just enjoying myself. Like, I really was having a good time trying to figure out what I needed to buy to solve hmm. the quests. And then, like, two hours had passed, and I hadn't finished all the achievements. I got 14 out of the 15. So it's still pretty easy 
even without the walkthrough. And, and not that I didn't look, there are achievements like touch an organ 700 times. Okay, easy enough. But <laughs> there, there was a quality to the game where you just sort of sat there and it doesn't require a whole lot of brain power. There are accessibility options. So the big trick with it, if you're looking to make it as easy as possible, is you set the passage of time to 0.3. So everything moves slower. So you don't have to try to figure out all the little shorthand for the quality of the organs. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, it changes the game. Because before then, I was just getting kind of stressed that like I couldn't figure out where things were. But once you turn that down, and you can actually take in the information, and then as you understand it better, you can bump the time up because you don't need all that time to take in the information. I was having a good time. It's not like the greatest game ever. But as as just like a time killer thing to do for that couple hours on Game Pass? Yeah, it was, you know, I enjoyed it. So I'm, I have okay. no complaints. So I did not know you could slow time down. That would actually help mm-hmm. be, for exactly like you said with the walkthrough. There's so much text and it's almost like an overload just immediately off the bat if i could is being able to slow that down and you know have a sense of being able to figure out all the shorthand and whatnot that would help the game tremendously yeah that actually makes me want to try this game again it makes a big difference and in terms of gameplay every there's there's an active phase where you're actually trading and then there's sort of a stock phase where you're you're able to take your time and you can buy off the other traders that they don't try to buy stuff out from under you but when you see an organ come out, each I'm, I, I'm not even going to know what this means necessarily offhand. But for example, when you look at it, you'll see a picture and then just numbers. Number 23, dash 45, parentheses mm-hmm. 0 minus, dash 2, dash 0. And you eventually know that 23 means it's a soul. The A minus means it, or the parentheses 0 minus means it's O negative blood. The 45 is the the uh, rarity, you you learn what all these things mean. And uh, one of them is the size of it. Once you get that shorthand, you can move through this pretty quick. And it, I, there's sort of like a rewarding feeling of getting that and just knowing it <laughs> without having to consult mm. guides or whatever. But yeah, you should definitely just drop it down to the to the point three time. And it it makes the game more accessible as you would expect from an accessibility option. Yeah, that I absolutely want to try because that was one of, I found it more stressful than anything just because you would have a couple of the competitors buying everything up before I could even finish reading the description. Like I, I right. couldn't even get a hang of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, was, and that was a really big turnoff. I would say if you're looking to jump into the game, it's worth it to take time to load up the walkthrough and read the walkthrough page called making sense of the game. It lays out all this stuff for you and then just changing that accessibility option. And and hmm. it's it really wasn't that bad. And if you're looking at it just from an achievement point of view, most of the achievements will come quickly because there are things you can do in the menus. Again, there's touching an organ like a certain number of times. There's uh, changing your face a certain number of times, which you just go into the profile screen and, and hit the change your look button. So there's a whole bunch of stuff like that that you can get really really easily without putting any real time in it there's you know get uh help nine people there's earn a certain number of reputation points it's all very low level the hardest achievement in the game is the one to eventually have a certain 
length of intestines in your uh, inventory or I think uh, throughout yeah. time or no, it's with throughout one career. And this is where you have to remember like small intestines are actually longer than large intestines, right? So that's what you want to be buying, but you don't open that up till you reach a certain amount of reputation. So that's why that that's further into the game. But just keep playing and you'll get there. It's really, it's not that bad. It's not for everybody. It's not like I certainly would not tell Definitely everyone listening, not. like, hey, you should go check this out because it is not, it's not for everybody. But I, I had a better time with it than I anticipated going in. So take that for what you will. Yeah, I played for TA says 35 minutes. I got 10 of the 15 achievements for okay. 650 gamer score. So they, the achievements do fly at you right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I played apparently for two hours and 40 minutes, and I'm just missing that last achievement, which I just I hadn't seen in Texas sure available so close at. yet, but I'm probably close to it. And the other cool, game I wanted to know. Yeah, just give it, a, you know, check it out and uh, check back in with us and let us know uh, if that changed your gameplay experience at all. And the other game I dabbled in because of Four Boats was Race with Ryan. And I don't know, have any of you guys played that one? No. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Listen to that. So Race with Ryan is a kart racer game featuring, I think, a kid from YouTube and his family. I don't know, because I played it on mute, because I could tell from the instant I saw this family that they would annoy the hell out of me if I listened to them. So it's a kart racer. I Like on TA, it's a 2.5 rating. And that's fair, because it's very okay. But it it's fine. Like it's you have various cups you have to play through. Most of the achievements are beating those cups on easy, medium, and hard. There's uh, the occasional one where it's only on medium. But it's not great. But it's not bad. But I'm curious, Kush, why you seem so hesitant to acknowledge your time with Race with Ryan. It was such a grind. Like, I didn't want to play it for as long as I played it <clears throat> to complete it. And, uh Yeah. I, I did not turn the audio down. <laughs> oh. That sounds like your first mistake. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, as you get the... the uh, it was just a grind. I mean, and like all kart racers, they're, well, not all, I guess, but um, as you race through, you hit these little items. They look like eggs in this game, and you get special powers you can use. And the just like a lot of them, too, if you're back in the pack, you get powers that will help you move toward the front. And if you're further toward the front, you get stuff that's mostly useless. And as you use these powers, like a little clip of, I guess, Ryan pops up and probably says something really irritating, but I couldn't tell you. So, I mean, it's it's fine. It's only a three to four hour game. So I don't what's what was it just grindy going through the races or was there actually because I did not finish it. I, I played about half. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was just, it was just having to play the game for as long as I did. Um yeah, it just felt really long. Well, so there there's an achievement. I, I The uh, quote-unquote hardest achievement is racing for three hours. Did you feel like you had to play well beyond three hours to actually get... Because it seems like you're only going to get credit for time you're actively in a race, not if you're navigating menus and things like that. Um, So I have nine and a half hours in this oh, game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it took me nine and a half hours Um, because I think it's only the racing time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like your playtime, and a lot of that is like getting from this thing to that thing. So, so that was actually the last achievement that popped for me, I believe. I could was the three hours. I could totally see this being one of those games where you're 
well done with everything else and you just keep hoping for that last achievement to pop. But I found generally the game was like Race with Ryan's pretty inoffensive. It's maybe that achievement part I could see being annoying. But as a Game Pass game with fairly easy achievements, it's solidly okay. It's the kind of thing where if you have kids who might be uh, interested in playing games that like aren't too terribly difficult and you want to try them with a you know something that isn't no fails like paw patrol might be something to give a go because it's accessible and i imagine younger kids is clearly the audience of this youtube persona um but yeah that like could be a, a, a lot worse it's just it was again solidly okay and and for putting it on there for competitions for kind of easy achievements to go for it's fine so that's pretty much all i have to say with race with ryan i feel like there was one more point i was trying to delay to get to but i don't have it <laughs> all right um, oh that well, was my that, last point. i apologize okay. sorry no you go for this it. month on ta one of the medals is achievements in racing games so even though this was on my war boats there was the secondary reason of this will help you get those easily. Obviously, if you have the Forza Horizons, that's a much better way to get there if you have stuff that's easily accessible to you. But if you are at a point with this particular medals challenge or targets challenge on true achievements, Race with Ryan is a really easy way to get that done. Now I remembered what I was trying to say. Sorry about the kid. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's get into some sales. Uh, L. What would you like to recommend? Oh, man. This has got to be the best week of sales I've ever seen. You get to choose between Aboriginus or Spencer. I mean, oh, my <sighs> God. Guys. <laughs> I almost put Spencer I mean, down as Spencer an anti-recommendation. Ooh. Spencer got a very generous 1.65 from our community. <laughs> and um, Aboriginus somehow beat it out with a 1.85. Uh, Aboriginus is $2 down from 5 It's from Flying Islands team, which I guess are friends with the Zits. But it only gave one update, so it's only worth 2,000 gamer score. Now, you'll get that 2,000 gamer score in about an hour. Maybe an hour and a half. This was... Yeah, I, I didn't like this game. <laughs> no, but it does. if you want quick gamer score... It's uh, still bad. It, it's still <laughs> bad. Yeah, you're probably better off with uh, Cave Bag. You know, East Asia Soft is always better. And, uh, yeah, Spencer's pretty bad, too. Um, I'm sure... Usually when you have a bare bones like this, there's some crazy big sale that comes up. So hopefully we get our midsummer sale. <laughs> yeah, I hear. Maybe Nate has something better to recommend. No, this sale was horrible. Oh. There was, <laughs> there. I was looking at it and I was just thinking, how, how am I going to spin this into gold? And there's no way Booyan. to do it. Uh, yeah. it uh, oh, boy. You might have to yeah, retire I mean, from the sales recommendation game if you can't come up with something, Nate. I mean, I mean, we, yeah, we looked the wheels came off the bus, and 
Yeah, Hopefully they, next week we can retire uh, the the bus, put the wheels back on. <laughs> oh, retire! Um, wow. That would be my hope. Um, nice like, so yeah, so I actually went back to last week. <laughs> I was trying to think of unique ways, ways to do that. Um, so I went back to last week, and then uh, you know, I, like my buddy. Kenny obviously did. I bought Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Um, <laughs> you know, it was only $8 last week. And so uh, I also picked up the Injustice 2 Ultimate Pack for PC, but I bought it as a code uh, because if you buy it, it then uh, basically installs it. And then you have to deal with all those extra characters uh, who are in your uh, item pool. And you don't want them for that because you know, it just makes a certain achievement much harder. Um, so yeah, that, I went back and I bought games from last week. That's what I did this Aww. week. Uh, now there is only one thing that I think is worth recommending this week, and that's Edna and Harvey Harvey's New Eyes. It is one dollar ninety nine cents down from twenty, so that is a significant uh, price reduction. Nice. Uh, this is an adventure point and click. It's three to four hours, and um, you know it's Daedalic uh, Entertainment. So. You know, they do good point-and-click work, I believe. So uh, that's the only thing I can recommend. And, man, I hope there's something better next week. <laughs> yeah, you get my force. You'll have to forgive Kenny for forgetting to buy that game. He was busy mourning the uh, the passing of the Yu-Gi-Oh! creator. And, I'm uh, big sad. See? <laughs> that, that's a big He's big, a big loss. sad. I know. Yeah, I so wasn't pro- joking. That, that yeah, legit, that, that's... for a bit. Yeah, for people that are fans that, uh, of that franchise, that, that's a big deal. I grew up with that fan- franchise. I've been playing that since whenever it came Don't out. Say I remember, it. I was in elementary school, so like <laughs> that was like sad, especially because I was competitive Yu-Gi-Oh player for four-ish years. You were the best in your preschool. That's <laughs> all <laughs> I got. And then you retired. Okay. <laughs> We really need to X these retirement jokes. Yeah. Um, continuing on into Game Pass news. Oh, uh, assuming that Michelle didn't have anything. Uh, for sales? For sale. I, I had nothing. I mean, if, if Nate is telling us that he really had nothing to recommend, and, and like I said already, <laughs> Spencer was going to be my anti-recommendation. Don't do it. Just don't do it. I got nothing. Oh, you got to okay. play some I just want to make sure since... You know, just in case. Um, but yeah, Game Pass. I appreciate news. it. A couple of games are now available. If you're listening to this day of, we got Escape Academy on the console and PC. My friend Peppa Pig. If for some reason mm-hmm. you want to play that <laughs> oh on a foul console on PC. Overwhelm on the PC. Paw Patrol: The Movie Adventure City Calls on the <laughs> cloud console and PC. <laughs> And the big one, Power Wash Simulator on Cloud Console and PC. Oh, God. That's oh, the true winner. <laughs> just because it has simulator in the tile, title doesn't Shadow mean, Realm. Kenny, that it's going to be any good. <laughs> hey, somebody somebody edited the document. Then they took out something they shouldn't have. Um, there was a surprise release uh, a few days ago in podcasting time, and that was Garden Story. Mm, yes. A surprise drop. I didn't take it out. On Game but I was, Pass. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to mention it if you yeah. didn't. Yeah, it's it's been described to me as a Zelda like. It didn't feel like that in the first uh, ten minutes that I played of it. Um, it, it felt kind of like an oh. indie 
kind of over overworld Zelda ish. So I'm, I'm going to put more time into it and see yeah. what I think. But um, ten yeah, minutes. It looks a little bit like yeah. Turnip Boy. It looks a little bit like Turnip Boy, but it doesn't play like Turnip Boy. Um, so we'll, we'll see. It needs more time. Ten minutes is more of a garden anecdote. You need to do a little more. Nice. Nice. I was going to say there was a real tweet from Maka. This is a real tweet. He said, instead of streaming Peppa Pig once it hits Game Pass, I decided to buy it early so I could make a 100% walkthrough for it. What the hell? <laughs> that is such a waste. I hate that. that. That's Corey's favorite guy. Six. I hate Peppa Pig and the fact that someone's. Oh, me too. It annoys so me. Paw Patrol is way better. But <laughs> anyway, if you were listening to this, <laughs> he spent money because he knows this Bad. this community is going to be like, yeah, easy 1K, and that's going to get him however many views Ugh. on that YouTube video. So it's got to be better than all these games where, for Peppa Pig. You know, you're still supporting Peppa Pig, though. Are that's you still doing? Are people still. Nate's like, but ooh, anyway. franchise. <laughs> anyway. If I mean, you I'm are listening to this <laughs> day of release, tomorrow, Atomicrops, Carrion, Chris Tales, Children of Morta, and Lethal League Blaze are all leaving Game Pass, so be sure to either complete them very quick or to buy them while they're 20% off. That way you have them before when they leave Game Pass. And since we're not like Sony... You'll actually get to keep the games. But either way, uh, let's get into our final bit of the, of the night, which is Brag Camp. And I'm now first on this. So in completions, <laughs> we have Kingsman 2625. I'm not used to going first. That's weird. Kingsman yeah, 2625 has reached a new milestone of 550 completed games. Nof the God, or whatever crap he wants to call himself, has completed 1,150 games. And Redemption Denied has completed 2,650 games. In streaks, Legohead 1977 is currently on a 50-day streak. Vista Roboto with 250, as is EMZ Fergie. And XNeo21X is 350 days. Wild West 08 with also the 350. Uh, Fluttery Chicken on 800 days and Prince It with 900 days. In Gamer Score, Custom Ryan has reached 200,000 Gamer Score. Dino Man 87 at 300,000 Gamer Score. Ben L72 and Seamus McLimey have hit 500,000 Gamer Score in the same session of Brag Camp. Mark B at 600,000 Gamer Score. Matism has reached 850,000 Gamer Score. Alicia has reached the ridiculous sum of 1.1 million gamer score, and Noth has reached the even more ridiculous sum of 1.6 million gamer score. Yeah. Did you know what Seamus McLimey did? He did something pretty crazy. I, I don't he know. He got 500,000 gamer score. And one million TA score on the nose at the same time for a perfect Whoa. 2.0 ratio. Really? That is that yeah. is crazy. Wow, congratulations. That's actually really freaking awesome. Yes. He put it in Brad Camp and everyone was pretty stunned by it. That's really cool. And he had to That's... time it perfectly because he said like the next day it recalculated. Mm-hmm. Anyway. As well. <laughs> so yep. 
for a moment in time, he had a perfect 500,000 gamer score and 1 million TA score. Awesome. Looks like That's he what's up. dived Cricket 22 go fetch to, to do it. I guess he, he figured it out. He made it work. And it, it just looked beautiful, the screenshot. Go find it in the Brightcamp channel if you haven't seen it. Good job, Seamus. Lobster head. In leaderboards, <laughs> Alicia is now in the top 200 of the Europe Gamer Score leaderboard. Dynaman87 is now in the top 50 of the Norway Gamer Score leaderboard. Ruterek, who keeps changing his name, Stop That, is now in the top 20 of the Europe Gamer Score leaderboard for turn based. Northern Lass is now in the top 500 of the Games Played leaderboard. Ooh, the old famous Games Played leaderboard. Uh, not the gods now in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for Survival Horror. Prince It is now in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for Connect Required. Oh, Rip. Uh, Slayer Reigning is now second in the Iowa Gamer Square leaderboard for Battle Royale. Toby Lynn is in the top 10 of the New Brunswick Completed Games leaderboard. Nicely done. And last but not least, our good friend Retro Chief. 1969 is now second in the USA Gamer Square leaderboard for point and click. We know you've been trying real hard. We expect to read that number one spot very soon. And thank you, Retro, for sending us the uh, Warboats. Uh, <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, he's been sending us uh, our Warboats games in alphabetical order so we could see uh, an easy way to see duplicates. So it's been very helpful. Thank you, and congratulations to everyone on our leaderboards. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Good job, guys. <clears throat> All right. Well, with that, uh, that'll do it for this week. Be sure to follow us on all the socials and whatnot. All of the links can be found in the show notes for this. Uh, the one thing that we absolutely do want to shout out is if you're listening to this the day of or the next day, we will be doing a special annual show spectacular um, July 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern-ish, where we will be having everybody on board <laughs> to do one monster live stream. Who knows what is going to happen? I cannot wait. This is going to be exciting. What could go wrong? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, especially it's not if like we time just zones or a thing. Yeah, and and especially if we just treat it like an ask me anything, and and we'll just answer questions off the cuff. I think it's going to be brilliant. Lee bad. Oh boy, that could and be we should dangerous. probably plan more. We'll have Angel Waka will be there. Hopefully, right. If if nothing else, Angel Waka will be present. I hope so. That, that is enough of a reason. We should probably start planning. Um, no. We can get the whole staff to boost Fall Guys. We could do lots of things. I mean, <laughs> we could do Fall Guys. <laughs> if we get sixty um, viewers, we're gonna just stop what we're doing and <laughs> ginormous <laughs> stream Fall Guys stream. I love it. I gotta say, I yeah. didn't think I would like that game at all, and it's definitely. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a great. dumb fun game. The the biggest and problem it has I, I, is that just people one describe more it quality. as a physics puzzler, but it's not. People mm -hmm. describe it as a physics, and I'm like, oh, it's going to control horribly, but it doesn't. So it should have been everywhere from the get go. Being exclusive was so stupid. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, be sure to come uh, Whoa. to the annual show. It'll be on oh. Twitch, twitch.tv slash age101. Um, I'm sure we'll be doing giveaways, maybe a couple of ducky races, something. Mm. We will do something good, big. It'll be a lot of fun, and it'll probably be a really long show, and it will be a replacement for next week's show, so we won't record the show proper like we're doing now. So, yeah, who knows what, what will happen. But, uh, yeah, either way, thank you all for listening, and class is dismissed. Well, bye. See you in a few days. S- sandwich. That was for you, KT Echo. I will never retire talking about sandwiches. Good night. Welcome to Frontline News GTES, where we dive deep into the latest happenings of the Great True Achievement Score Contest Tourney Thingy and dissect what makes this contest not the hellspawn of Lucifer, but rather a wonderful competition that in no way runs your life, health, gainful employment, and or relationships with everyone you know. I am joined today by Anigo Montoya. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going pretty well. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah. After this wonderful, wonderful romp through the G-Task world, yeah. or life, I should say. You know, this is not a competition. <laughs> it is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Not a, it not it a is a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> a very poor choice of a lifestyle, but yes. But that's a, that's what uh, Frontline News G-Task is all about, so... Uh, this is the first uh, first edition of uh, FNG Test, so uh, I th- could think of no one else that I would rather have on than you because of uh, you know we're 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 getting to this a little late, uh, but uh, we meant to record this several weeks ago. But uh, you know you can't have any outside interest uh, when you're inside this uh, Godforsaken contest. So, um, but yeah, uh, I guess. First thing I got to ask is, how do you feel now? <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to lie. Well rested. <laughs> nice. Would be would be the word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and absolutely. how about yourself? How, how are you feeling since, since your departure, since the contest is over? Oh, you know, I, I feel pretty good. I, I, I you know, made it uh, you know, for, fairly far, I suppose. Uh, and uh, I... I for those of you, well, we'll get into that in a second. Let's. How about we just give an overview for those people that don't know anything about this thing? And um, but I am good. I am good. Uh, well enough to make a segment about it. So yes, you know, that's it, a, it, This it, is one of those events. It's, it's it's a healing. This is a healing process. It is. We're we're gonna heal today. But this is one of those events. <laughs> it's easy to get into, but tough to master. Oh, that's that's that. I like that. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, so. This is a thing that occurs every year. Uh, did you know how? Do you happen to know how many of these uh, silly contests have taken place? I believe um, this will be trivia, and I'm doing no research, but I think this is the eleventh one. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. They, uh, I guess, old planting uh, switched it over this year because uh, if you look at the previous ones, the, the previous ones were t- uh, it says the Great True Achievement Score Challenge 2019, the Great Tree, uh, True Achievement Score Challenge 2020, and then this time it was just 
Great True Achievement Score Challenge XI. So ah, there we in. go. Yeah, so uh, the drop in the, the whole year thing and just uh, it changes the, <laughs> the name a little bit. One thing that doesn't change is that it's just great. So there you go. And, I mean, who can <laughs> it lives up that? to its name. <laughs> yes, it is definitely <laughs> something. It is definitely something. So, uh, but anyhow, this uh, it's one that keeps changing, and you can attest to this here in a second. I can. I've only been in this contest for four years. Uh, four years ago, it looked completely different than uh, than it does now. But this is a basically a competition that runs on true achievements, and it, it's called the Great True Achievement Score Contest, turning thing. And basically, you have to outlast uh, all the other competitors. And so every week, the slate is is wiped clean, depending on what is being measured. So four years ago, it was straight gamer score, baby. So uh, or maybe no, it was TA, I guess it was. But basically. Uh, you yeah. could run your numbers up with just all the crap games that were available that were start, starting to become a thing about four years ago. It wasn't like it is now, but it was still getting, it was building momentum at that point. So, uh, yeah, and so that was what was measured four years ago. So the last three uh, changed uh, where the crap games don't basically dictate who wins the thing. And so now it's uh, ran off of TAD. So... Uh, since I've been talking a while, why don't you explain some uh, some TAD scoring? So TAD is what we like to call true achievement difference. It is the different the the difference between the true achievement score of an achievement and the actual gamer score. So you take the TA score minus the gamer score equals your true achievement difference. Perfect. Yep, and so that is counted up, and then every week, the uh, however many there's an elimination elimination. It's English uh, elimination line. Uh, what is it about ten uh, percent every week? Is that yeah? Something? It's I think it's it starts out at ten percent, and yeah. then later on in the competition, it it might taper down a little bit. I think you're right. Yeah, so uh, you know to help balance it out because it's a it's a constantly. Oh, it tries to stay at about 10%, I believe. And then, mm -hmm. again, they try to balance out the competition. So you have X amount of teams left for the semifinals, uh, quarterfinals, semifinals, and then the finals week. Right. So just glancing at some previous numbers. So when there was 21 left in the individual, then it got knocked down to 17. Um, you know, that, so basically yeah. you're, and when there's, uh, 65, it gets knocked down to 52. So you can kind of see it's you know, around there. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, but it resets every week. So if you're number one the first week, none of that carries over. So just because you're number one the first week or next week or whatever, um, if you don't do anything, you will be booted quickly the following week because uh, every week there's a cutoff. And at that cutoff, uh, if you're below the line, you're out. Whether or not you've been first every single week up until then, or if you've been the first team over the line um, every week, so it, there's no history in the sense that uh, you know, it has you a know, very short-term memory. <laughs> yes, that is a great description. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day yes, for 20, uh, 20 something weeks. But right. it's twenty-five weeks. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So yeah, twenty-five weeks. So it's a half a year comp. Uh, in previous iterations, it's been longer than that. It was, I think, nine weeks or nine months of hell at one point. But now uh, it's, it was 
46 weeks, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just ridiculous. And, and kudos to Plantin for, for cutting down the time frame because the yes, thank you. 46 one is... It's I mean, excessive. In defense of the competition, usually when the 46-week ones ran, the first three or four months were kind of throwaway anyways mm-hmm. because it weeded out a lot of the, you know, the very casual folks that weren't ever serious about trying hard. Yeah. And, but... Still, forty six weeks. Even if you shave off three or four months of just getting rid of the 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 low hanging fruit, um, it, it was still a long time to be invested in it. Right, and so for, for those of us that are you know more serious competitors, ones that are not the casual variety, like literally, you could just score a couple achievements and be good for the week, and then I mean, just preload the rest. So that that kind of leads us into our strategy, but. Before we get there, I have to point out there's a prize to be won if you finish in the number number one spot after 26 weeks of hell, um, probably, I don't know, a thousand hours of hard work. I, I don't know how many hours it would be, but it's got to be something like that. <laughs> So maybe more. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of a lot of hours of uh, of work, all for the grand prize. And you might be saying this grand prize prize has got to be like a like you know cash prize, you know, uh, uh, a new car, or maybe uh, something. I I don't know. Uh, uh, who knows what this this great prize is? Well, I do. It is, in fact, the most uh, exclusive garment in the video gaming business the golden hoodie that's right (laughs) (laughs) the golden hoodie yes it is a hoodie it is the holy grail of trophies (laughs) it is it you you can't buy them they are earned it's a status symbol status symbol so you get this hoodie and i i don't own one uh, but I assume it says that that you want, you won in life or something on the back. I've or, seen pictures it, of them. I mean, that's going to count it, for something, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I've gotten close in the sense that I've been to the finals many many times. But uh, yeah, if you want to actually win it, uh, you probably have to take uh, some pretty good strategy. So, what do you suppose is the best strategy for this uh, uh, awfulness? Okay, I know what you think I'm going to say, but I'm not going to say it, okay? Because the number one strategy going into this is you have to pace yourself. Yeah. Okay, you you, you literally have to, you know, a lot of us, uh, yourself, uh, myself, and a lot of people that might be listening to this have full-time jobs, okay? <laughs> and we do have to earn a living, you know, because we like a roof over our head. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm like that's... a lot of people maybe more so than others, I like to eat, okay? So in order to do that, i got to have an income, all right? So I can't quit my job to chase after the golden hoodie. Mm. So what your best thing to do is you have to really pace yourself. You have to figure out how much time you have to game, and what you and you have to make that, that time that you can't game impactful, okay? And that fluctuates during the course of the competition because it obviously gets tougher as it goes along. Mm-hmm. So early on in the competition, you know, you don't want to waste points. You don't want to overdo yourself. You don't want to, 
kind of go crazy. Like you said, getting first place in the second week of the competition is usually not worth it unless you're scheming for another element of the competition. But like I said, one of the best strategies is pace yourself. Figure out how much time you have, what you can squeeze into that time and make it effective. Right. So for research, go look to see what uh, Noth's team did this year. And do the complete opposite of whatever the hell that was, because that is not how you do the contest. So, well, uh, what he did this year is a psychologist's dream. <laughs> yeah, so be, I think they want to analyze, analyze everybody this. on that team. Yeah, they'll be analyzing that one for some years. But yes, uh, yes. Uh, but you're right. Uh, in the sense, I would just add on a few elements, uh, which is um, by pace yourself. I mean. You should pace yourself right now if you're considering making a serious run at this thing because you, if you are not preloading at this point, even though the thing just ended, you're already falling behind because yes. that's what the big guns are going to be doing. And so uh, another strategy that a lot of people like to use is just to avoid this awful thing in their lives for a couple years and then all of a sudden you have a lot a lot a lot of different opportunities a lot of different games that come into the into the picture that what everyone else used them the previous year hey i still got that one available so taking a few years off is a great strategy i wish that i could listen to myself uh talk about that (laughs) because um I, I've, I've made three straight finals, and then this year I mysteriously went out in the quarterfinals with, uh, you know, just, you know, that that's just what happened. All of a sudden, I just forgot how to score, and there's absolutely no alternate motive at all there. I just used my bonuses and bowed out. It's, uh, you know, sometimes life is like that. So, um, but yeah, so four straight years, uh, there you go. Uh, and, um, <laughs> so, that's... so how do you feel about not making the finals this year? How do you feel about your decision to ultimately do that? Um, well, you know, um, it, how do you feel I... now? Oh God, I feel so great about it. Okay, I, I, it was definitely the right call. I feel like I, sh- uh, most people kind of know already, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I didn't want to be the Buffalo Bills and just make the finals four straight years. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to have. Uh, a more serious go at least one year so you know i'm sitting there looking at my my treasure trove of preloads and i'm thinking huh to make the finals at this point it's gonna take like fifty thousand tad that's not gamer score you know tad and that's a lot uh, and that's an <laughs> insane amount and i'm looking at the storehouse uh, you know i got it in the storehouse but uh, do i really want to blow out the doors and uh, be done with it or you know that would sure look good in my my column for the following year right so absolutely yeah, yeah so there's a little strategy involved there to take a knee and uh you know take a take an arrow in the knee and uh <laughs> Injure adventuring days in the quarterfinals. So it, it yeah, doesn't so. hurt to take a step back and assess the situation. <laughs> it does not. It never so. hurts. <laughs> no. So uh, yeah. So I'm going to be uh, feeling really good around this time. Probably you know. Well, maybe not this time, but about a month prior to now, I'll feel a lot more relaxed. I'm sure. But 
yeah, that's uh, that's another strategy. It's just the preloads, just preload, preload, preload. Just uh, um, I assume everyone in the audience knows what preloading is, but do you, do you think we should explain that? I, I think we should because right. you know we get a, a lot of folks in the Discord, a lot of folks listening. Um, they might be new to the Xbox ecosystem. They might be mm-hmm. new to TA. Uh, they found us at one time, and that's part of our objective uh, of you know going through this mm-hmm. this roller coaster we like to call G Test. The whole purpose <laughs> behind FNG Test, front frontline news G Test. Yeah, We're yeah, here yeah. to bring you the hard hitting stuff, what to expect, you know, and how to yes. go about it. If you and talk you out of this, this if you get that crazy it. idea to jump into the ring with with some of these folks, <laughs> yeah, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. So so let's let's go over preloading. All right. Um, so preloading is basically you uh, are going to take the achievement all the way up into the point. So let's just take an easy example. Let's say, uh, you know, one million bombs. I mean, that's so stupid. No game would ever have that. So let's just say hypothetically there's a, uh, an achievement for, you know, laying one million bombs or blowing up a one million <laughs> Blocks or blocks. something. Blocks, yeah. Yes, like Who would that. be I dumb mean, enough to do something right, like that? Right, right. Something that's just a stupid example. It probably doesn't even exist. So, um, but yeah, so if you're doing that, you would probably sit there and uh, not at all automate the process and sit there and do, uh, you know, just sit there and press this button over and over and over again until you got up to about 999,900. I probably stopped a little before there because I, I am always afraid that I might, you know, lose my mind and accidentally do something stupid. Well, so and if, if you're running an automated process, it can become very unpredictable. That is very true, too. <laughs> very true. I, I can attest to such. So, but you get it up to your little achievement trackers. The games with trackers are the best for this. Uh, you turn it on and you kind of monitor the situation and you get it up to about 98, 99% and you say, Oh man, awesome! You're about to pop that achievement, but no, you don't. You no, don't pop. You it. have to wait. Yep, it's like <laughs> you, you have wrap to wait up for a that gift. glorious unlock. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You wrap up this gift, and um, you just kind of pull out of the achievement, and uh, you know, just kind of, you know, just wait. And that's preloading. And so basically it uh, takes, uh, you know, some mental prowess because it would be really great to see it finally. You get closure. Those that have issues with closure probably, you know, don't like this, especially those completionists out there that, uh, you know. We're not going to name any names. (laughs) Right. So. Takes a lot of discipline. Yes. A lot of discipline to to do a preload. (laughs) For sure. And especially if you've had one that you've been holding on to for about two years to, to three years almost at this point, uh, you really are anxious to get it off your tag and be done with it. But no, it keeps going. And so, uh, and this is also um, a problem with the this contest because, um, like, the strategy is basically just to play all of the Game Pass games. And so all the Game Pass games are the ones where all the points are. And the the problem is is that those silly games keep changing out. So you preload it in November, and then January comes around. It's like, oh, by the way, this is leaving the pass. And, uh, yeah, so get your achievements in. And then you got to make this decision. Or you have to buy it. (laughs) Yeah, you have to make this decision. You're like, okay, I have, like... 
500 points, the 500 tad in this game. What is that worth? Is that worth 9.99? Is that worth you know what what's what's the value of that? If it you know, and then it gets a little more complicated. You know, if you got like big points and like over a thousand, you're like, oof, do I really want to just waste it to save like 10 bucks or something? You know, and so I don't know. <laughs> so you're right. Like, because yeah, and you're like confused. This entire contest is the, one of the metas of it is, is it's ultimately a Game Pass competition, and if you don't have Game Pass, it, you're going to be really behind an eight ball mm-hmm. um, trying to compete with some of these folks. Not saying that there's not stuff out there to play that has some good, you know, I guess uh, points returns for time invested, mm-hmm. but Game Pass is the place you're going to turn to a lot to get points. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or yeah. Uh, previous Game. games with gold games. Yep, games with gold. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, it, it, and it, that's a heavy element of it, too. And I think you can attest, uh, you know, even some of those games, it, it can be pretty painful to play them. You have to mm-hmm. sometimes step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, we'll get into some of those examples. <laughs> yes. And, and me, like, like Elroy had said just a little bit ago, um, this is almost a completionist nightmare to do this. And, and I'll, I'll recall back, um, at some point in G task, you had sent me a text message and you had said, are you really playing that game? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So you tend to see some, some real, I guess, strange tendencies of people doing stuff that they are playing games that they would not normally play. Oh yeah. Well, that's the the thing is, is that if it's an unpleasant game, it's going to be worth so much more points. So oh, if absolutely. It, if it sucks, if it's the controls are garbage, I mean, uh, you know, like you, you you get the skatebird treatment. So you know, that's a which we'll get to, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, I think that is that probably enough strategy. I, I mean, I'm just itching to get well, into all this crap the, that we just went through. The last strategy I was going to bring up is. Um, G-Task offers bonuses also. And this is actually a heavy element of the entire competition because I know a couple of folks, and and Ahizo's one of them, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Myself included. They'll join G-Task just to work on the bonuses. Like, they they Mm -hmm. don't go into it saying, hey, I'm going to win. No, they go into it saying, I'm going to try to get every bonus and survive as long as I can. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks have fun doing that because the bonuses can get very interesting at times. Yeah, they're fun. That, yeah. that is actually a fun part of the competition. Yeah, so it's like a competition within a competition, and, and it, it allows you to kind of test, you know, what you can and can't do, and they become, the bonuses become exponentially uh, more interesting when you're playing on the team side of things. Oh, yeah. But just to give people an example that may not know anything about bonuses, so an example would be, uh, score an achievement from with every letter of the alphabet, so A through Z. So you got to pop an achievement with A, a B, a C, you know, and something like that. Or uh, it might be what was what this year? Uh, score or get twenty run and gun achievements, uh, something like that. Or yeah, there was a dungeon crawler. We you had to get twenty dungeon crawler achievements yeah. one week on the team side. Yep. Um, so, and that's and they vary. They they're, they they can go from ratio to. Yeah, uh, like achievement double, value. You double know. your TA from the previous week. Keep yep. a ratio of over four for the week. You know things like that. Yes, and and the the most brutal one from this year. What was it? The the um, 
third to last week when <laughs> yeah, on the team so side ridiculous. You, <laughs> you could you could you could not earn more than 20 achievements as a team with a ratio of uh below a 1.2 oh okay i didn't know that one the the one for the individual side was uh basically it was in the the throws of it where you're scoring like 14,000 tad a week you know it was something like that and and then it came up Double your tag from the previous week. Yeah. It's like, the hell I am? No way. Yeah. And it's not worth it for nope. what you're going to get for the bonus at that right. particular you're gonna point. You're going to get 500 points and you're going to blow through like 13,000 extra points than what you needed to. No way. Uh, so, yep. yeah. So, so there's definitely, uh, that is definitely some strategy. I, I try to get every bonus because I view it as free points and and uh, I enjoy doing them. So I, I got all the bonuses up until that point And actually... I uh, got uh, an Achieve a Holics one, which is for getting the most pops for the week and one with the weeks. And then I might have got another one. I don't know. Maybe I don't think so. Anyway, um, but yeah, and then you get an extra bonus for getting half of the bonuses. And then in the team side, it's a little more tricky. You get like the, well, I guess, no, is it the same it's in the individual? Same. Okay. Yeah, it's you the same the on both full sides. Set. Yeah, yeah, you get the, the full set. If you earn every bonus, yeah. uh, you get. Um, a, a bonus for that. If you earn half of them, you get a bonus for that. Okay. Um, there's also additional, well, they call them badges. Um, oh, but yeah. there's one if you get all the badges, and then if you get two of every badge, mm-hmm. you get a, a, an additional bonus for that as well. And so the badges are essentially a bonus in and of themselves. They, they kind of switch them up. Planton likes to switch them up year over year. Mm-hmm. So this year it was Achievaholics, which was for earning the most achievements for the week. Mm-hmm. Then you also had first place. If you finish it first, you get a bonus for, or a badge for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most improved. So whoever had the most TAD improvement from the previous week right. got a badge for that. And what was the other one? What was the fourth one? Uh, let's see. Number of achievements, uh, highest ratio, um, I think that's it. Score. Yeah. yeah, the highest ratio was the other most one. improved. Yeah, yep. so those are the four. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, the the bonuses, and those come in super handy at the end. Yeah, uh, especially when you're holding on an individual side when you're holding on to like twenty of them, and it's like going into last week. You know, yeah, and, 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 and if you if you're looking at making a deep run into this, those bonuses are extremely. important. you will be dead to rights. If you mm-hmm. are not sitting on a stack of them, because come semifinals week, everybody just blasts them. I right. mean, it's it, they're they're all out there. So if and I'm going to speak on the team side of things, if if somebody has twenty thousand points worth of bonuses and they they blow them in semifinals week, you either have to score twenty thousand additional TAD on top of what you need to survive, wow. and it could get real ugly, real messy, real quick. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, it's pretty similar on the individual side. So, yeah. So, well, I mean, now that you're on the topic, how did you turn out? We know how I turned out. Um, how did you uh, turn out? You were focusing on the team this year. Yes. Um, so, I, I, I don't want to steal your thunder here. Tell the tell the good people how you did, man. You, you mean our thunderous third place finish? <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Third place, Which we man. got sniped in like the the last eight hours. <laughs> oh man, we were a little asleep at the wheel, so to say. Um, oh. it, it happens, but we're we're happy and we're proud of what we did. Um, 
you know, and, and I hate to say it, it doesn't make the contest any less fun, but we knew who was going to win going into it. And congratulations yeah. to Jimbot and his team, uh, Clue Squirrel, Jimbot, and Infamous. Like, they did a fantastic job. They put in the mm-hmm. time, the effort. They did great. And they put on a clinic in the finals week. Yeah. And my hat goes off to them. And they did great. So we knew that, actually, going into the competition. Like, I don't think that that was any surprise that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were fully prepared. We, you know, as a team, we just said, hey, we just want to have the best finish we can possibly put together. Yeah. Now... Kind of bucking a little bit of what you said earlier, we didn't preload going into this. <laughs> we didn't. Well, we did hey. not have weeks of preparation prior to the start of GTAS. We didn't do that. Um, so I'm very proud of what we accomplished, knowing that. Um, right. You know, we did what we did um, from day one when GTAS started until the last day. And everything we did preload was within the parameters of the competition or within Mm. the actual window of the competition. So I am proud of that because a lot of people, Mm. like you said, do preload during the off season, so to say. Mm -hmm. So you're fighting that element too. Well, when we started getting deeper in the competition and you start looking and doing your scout and scouting Mm -hmm. recon of other teams and whatnot, uh, we kind of knew that we we were going to make finals. We were very comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're happy with the third place finish. Right. And uh, I want to just throw on top of that, uh, my hat's off to y'all because you said you were not just, you weren't the only completionist on your team, right? I was not. <laughs> That's um, insane. Two out of three of like us that. are diehard completionists on our team. And the other one was black blood. In fact, a lot of people probably recognize the three people on our team. Um, it was myself, Black Blood, and Android. Uh, mm-hmm. So all three of we were three of the four finalists in Leapfrog. So we formed oh, we formed cool. a team, and you know because we kind of had a conversation at the end of Leapfrog today when GTAS rolls around. Let's sign up, okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our fourth person, Mad Eye, we only had a three person team this year, so one of us had to, you know, not be on the team. Mad Eye said, "You know what?" I, I'm going to go play with a couple of my buddies. So good luck to you guys. And he was actually very helpful uh, with us during mm-hmm. the, the competition, you know, giving us some information. Mm-hmm. If he knew something, he would actually pass it along to us. So he was kind of like a silent uh, fourth member of the team. That's cool. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all killed it, man. That's a, uh, and a lot of people say the, the turn, the contest should move to where, uh, only games that you hadn't started are eligible for the contest. So y'all kind of played it that way, even though <laughs> no <Yeah>. one else did. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how we played it. But so, I'm also uh, a big fan of that. And I think at some point uh, I, I'd maybe like to see it if they can fashion it that way. I don't know how they would do that. That's I don't crazy. know how they would do it either. But I do think it at least gives everybody a very level playing field where, mm-hmm. like the aforementioned, we already knew who was going to win going into it. Right, yeah, um, sure. It kind of takes that away and actually allows the, the person that might be listening right now, you know what, I might have a chance at this because I'm yeah. smart enough and I'm a good gamer, I could do this. <laughs> you why, you would, why you would want to yeah. is beyond me, but yes. So, <laughs> Godspeed. So, so let's uh, let's head into that. That's uh, our own personal reflections of it. So uh, I'll just start it here. So uh, if uh, the GTAS were a disease, which one would you compare it to? Um, I 
I, I can go. I have an answer prepared if you want. I don't know if this will qualify as a disease, but it it, it definitely <laughs> kind of equates to like having having the hives or something, you know? Oh like, man, okay, you did the the nice version of where. Yeah, uh, it, it's just like that itch you can't get to go yeah. away. You know, you right, want it right. to go away, but you can't get it to go man, away. Man, <laughs> we are on the same page, my man. I, I went with herpes. Yeah, um, there you go. It's it's not it's not fatal. At least I don't <laughs> think it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't think it is, but. Um, but you're you're kind of ashamed of it. You kind of hide it, you know. Like uh, you 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 you're, you don't want anybody to know. That's kind of what you're doing, like uh, all hours of the day and night. And uh, and then uh, and it's very inconvenient. It like keeps you away from things you might enjoy. So like it, you know, you it's like I can't. I got herpes. I can't do that. Right. And and, uh, and uh, there's like flare ups. And so by that I mean it's like. You're, you think you're doing fine, you got it under control, and then all of a sudden... Monday morning stuff, rolls around, right? and you're Monday like, morning rolls around, there's a flare-up, and you got to, like, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, get it, put some cream on it, or whatever it is you put on it, and uh, there you go. And uh, so there you go. That's uh, That was my uh, my comparison. So uh, We, we were both, I think, in the, the same ballpark. <laughs> you were much nicer about it. I appreciate that. I did the so. PG version. <laughs> yeah. That's over here with the PG-13 version. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> So yeah. So suffice it to say, kids, don't try this at home. Okay. <laughs> right, what, what happens in the G test doesn't stay in the G test. Uh, <laughs> no, it will follow you everywhere. That's right. So, <laughs> well, it's not all bad. Let's let's see. How about some highlights? Is it was there any highlights on your end? I, I can only think of one on my end. <laughs> we had one. Okay, and I don't know if you this would class as a highlight more as a. Uh, I guess it would a uh, heart stopper would probably be better used to describe it, but it definitely got the the blood flow in one day. That's for sure. So we had a very close scare. <laughs> oh, those are the worst. Yes, and I mean it was it was close. We're talking less than thirty seconds. Um, and I believe this was it was semifinals going into finals. And, okay. Um, all of a sudden I got a, a pop up. So. I'll explain it a little bit more in detail. I get I, I get a message in Discord from one of my teammates that says we're under the line with about forty seconds left. Oh God, that's the worst. So you feel I, helpless at that point. I, I, I probably should have. I, I mean, ultimately, it was on me at that point because I was the only one that had points to scan in. Oh so, yeah. So I was definitely like the 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 make it or break it for the team whether or not we would make it into finals or not. And mm-hmm. of course, when you've got that much invested, it's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out like this. So I ended up <laughs> yeah. scanning in and we, we ended up surviving, but it was, we were under the line, I think with about 30 seconds left that it that's, going into uh, finals. That's uh, very unky of you. Uh, <sighs> it really was. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say I was proud of it, <laughs> but of course with the changes that, TA made right during, yeah, yeah, this, a... during the course of this competition really changed the way the whole game was played. Oh yeah, for sure. Where basically you could hide your yes. what you were doing. Yeah. You or, had you, or yeah, you wouldn't have auto scans, I guess. Yes. Now we realize that TA does at least um, for me and my teammates, and I, I don't know if this is blanket TA if it does this. So TA introduced the option where if you're a pro uh, account on TA, 
you could actually flip a switch to be scanned once a day by TA instead of their normal 30-minute scans for pro account users. This changed the whole dynamic of the competition. So now going into it, and cutoff was at 12 noon Eastern Mm -hmm. on Monday. So what this did was now we had our force scan at about 11.30 p.m. Eastern Mm -hmm. for me and my teammates. So that's 12 and a half hours for most users on the site where no points would get scanned in at all. Mm -hmm. So you're flying blind the last 12 and a half hours. Somebody could be sitting on a couple thousand points and somebody could be doing nothing. It's kind of like the, the, the Hold'em, Texas Hold'em kind of thing. (laughs) And it was, (laughs) or or like a big standoff, you know, like, you know, you're, you're both like, you get a bunch of people with their hands on, uh, on their holstered gun on their hip. And they're just waiting for somebody to make the move. And as soon as that move's made, everybody's got their gun out at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it, it was. I, I just like oh, this is. Uh, I, could you not wait until the next one? Right. I so, really wish they would have just waited until G Task was over to introduce oh, that feature. Oh. And of course, Planted had has a lot of disdain for it. He did not like it at all because oh, yeah. it really did. Um, it turned a week long battle into a twelve hour battle. Yeah, that's is what it did. Um, and there's a lot of people that like to look for the sidelines too. Mm-hmm. And, and when you have a stagnant six days, you know, it's not good for the competition, even for the, for the people on the outside that are looking in, they're like, what, what's going on? This doesn't <laughs> yeah. seem so tough until those last 12 hours. And then yeah. you realize, oh wow, it's tough. <laughs> I do actually like your analogy there. Cause like the f- six days, there's like tumbleweeds yeah. going down the road and it's like, hmm. Not much to see here, huh? And I did some uh, screen grabs, <laughs> and and I think I did share them in our Discord one day mm-hmm. um, of a th- of a 30-minute time lapse, the last 30 minutes of the period of what the leaderboard looked like. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes before the period ended and what the leaderboard looked like when the period <laughs> ended. And it it's is amazing s- because nothing is stupid. even remotely close to the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I understand completely. It's just like... You're like, man, I'm like 5,000 points over the line, but I don't feel safe at all. No. It's like, yeah. It's just like, like There was what? no lead that was ever safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just chaos, man. Yeah. Like, Constantly yeah. looking over your shoulder like, uh, who's who's going to be the one to try to creep up? Right. So, uh, so my highlight, here's my highlight. It didn't have anything to do with the actual, it was actually something, uh, I guess it would have been a highlight anything but just the fact that it was in the contest and uh it, it paid dividends was i finally was on the right side of of one of those stupid console game or ones that you can cheat in uh in the sense that you can use console commands or or some kind of shortcut and then it gets removed but you already did it so everyone that comes late to the party it can't do it. So I think I know what game you're talking about. Yes, that, <laughs> that would definitely be that stupid little skull guy, the the hero yes. slayer. And so it came out, and it, it it I don't know I don't know what it did on the front end, but then it, at some point someone discovered that they left the dev menu in there, and so you could uh, access it and basically finish the game with no problems within like an hour. I mean, it was it was real quick turnaround, and so 
I saw that, and I saw that all these people were just getting all kinds of points off this game, and I kind of investigated, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, so that's what's going on there. And so my gut instinct was, oh, you got to save this for, uh, you know, like later in the contest. You know, that's what you, I was thinking inside. I was like, And that's what shit. our team was going to do. <laughs> yeah, and so you're like, oh, yeah, this is just be some of those points you had at the end, like uh, kind of a quake, right? Quake, yep. you just, yeah, and so... Um, yeah, so you were just going to add it to the pile, but I don't know, something inside me, I was just like, something just didn't feel right about it. I was like, I don't know. I don't, this one looks like this one. I, I don't know about this one. So I followed my, my intuition and I went ahead and did it that afternoon. And then by that night they had patched out or the next morning or whatever. Yeah, it was, I believe the next morning it was, yeah, it, it was it patched was, out and gone forever. Right. And, and it was, it was crazy. And, 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 and then the cool thing was, that I, well, I felt like, oh yeah, winning there is that people were still adding it to their tag. And so this thing just, I mean, I got all kinds of uh, dividends. Oh yeah. This free, free points. You oh, earned an like, interest on that thing going, for a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> It was like adding another, like it was getting the, like 500 points a week there for a while. I was like, oh man, this is all right. It's like a free bonus here. And uh, so, yeah, so that was the main highlight was as I finally, finally came out. On the front. I can, I'm sure I could think if I, I can't think of where I came out on the other end, but finally it evened out in the world. And at the right time, uh, I was able to get that stupid game uh, uh, kudos on, to you on, for on the jumping on that. Cause I had the same thought as you and I had talked to one of my teammates and we were like, eh, let's see where it lands on Monday, you know, because we were more worried about decay than we were appreciation. Right. Because how often during the competition do you talk about decay? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's it's a big it's a big factor. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a constant mindset. Is mm-hmm. okay. Where am I losing points from? Because you'll start out on Monday and you'll be mm-hmm. whatever minus a hundred points. Where would I lose these points from? <laughs> right. So you're you're starting out in a hole, and you're like, okay. So decay is like a constant thought. It is so it is such a rarity for appreciation, or as the folks on TA like to say, the what is it, the ratio go uppity? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, it's yeah, what they call it. Like, yeah, ratio it feels- go uppity is such a rare occurrence. That doesn't happen very often, <laughs> right? And so, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's where. Uh, Phil Spencer says, "Hey, cool! Look at this. There's uh, true achievements. They can do like a yeah, you know, your Xbox career for you. It's a cool feature. Everybody go do it. And then like everyone joins TA, and so the inflate the ratios just go to the moon because these are casual players that don't you know <laughs> don't hunt yeah. down every single achievement. They play for this thing called fun. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, I know it. And so." Yeah, and so that makes everyone's ratios go up, and then those point those weeks are just insane points. So uh, there was a little bit of it this year with the uh, what was that uh, uh, twenty years of Xbox thing? Yep, the, the yeah, the twenty years of Xbox. Right, that little feature yep. was a mini version, but nothing like what it was last year with the uh, the great uppities. So yeah. Oh so, yeah, we've had some really big ratio go uppities, but um, in TA's past, for those that are new to the site and new to, to true achievements, it's not something that you don't usually see massive gains or even when you're in G task, a massive gain is, you know, plus a hundred or 200 points. Like you said, going up 500 points is a, that, that that's a huge thing uh, during, oh, yeah. the, during the period of G task. Cause you don't see it very often. You always see the numbers go down 
but you never see them go up. <laughs> so rare, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And, and yeah. so you basically caught a unicorn, lightning in a <laughs> bottle, you know, yeah. everything yeah. that you can attach to that. I mean, it you you caught it with that game because I remember Noth talking about it too, how he just kept earning points and points and points oh, off yeah. that game. It was insane. It was it was such a great one to, if you got on the right side of it. So yeah, but yeah, so. Well, how about uh, some lowlights? I'm sure that there's plenty of these. Uh, uh, Boy, I tell you, how much time do we have? Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, there, there, there's some. Um, one of them you had already <laughs> mentioned, um, and, and that is that is Bomberman. Oh yes, oh yes, I'm familiar with that uh, that game. Yes, that, 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 that's very much a low light a low light of the competition. Uh, now, granted, if you automate <laughs> it, it, it's not too bad. But uh-huh. even automating it, it, it takes a lot of dedication to automate this thing. So I assume you just made it part of your bedtime routine. Yes, like you're going to bed, and then it's like, oh, gotta turn it on, and then uh, it was wake- literally. <laughs> The same thing as essentially kissing my wife before I went to bed. You know, like that that's yep. what it was. Like I turn on Bomberman, kiss my wife, go to bed. Yeah. You know, it's like that, chore. it was you know, it was something you just did every day. Yeah. And the worst for me is like I, I did that I, I walked a mile or I walked about uh twelve hundred hours in those shoes uh last year and uh it um <laughs> I remember I'd wake up in the morning and I'd go check on it and it was in some menu. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like I just wasted a whole night on this. Like, when did it mess up? And I didn't even go up 1%. I'm like, oh, come on. And, yeah, you know, so it's just, a wasted night, you know? Yeah, it's, I gotta like, do it all over on. again. Because yep, yep. TA has me at, just to give folks an idea of how much dedication this took, my track time and Super Bomberman are is 734 hours and 28 minutes. Oh, man. That's child's play. Look me up. <laughs> <laughs> so now, My script must have sucked compared to yours. <laughs> if you if you do the maths on that, and you just figure you're going to sleep about eight hours a night, that's what, 90 nights of setting that thing up. Yeah. I mean, that... It's, it's, it's Three it's months of stupid. your life before you go to bed, you set it up to play. Yeah, it's uh, it becomes a part <laughs> of you. It becomes a part of your life. It makes a space ball or was star balls look like uh, <laughs> you know, hot garbage. This little weak, weak ass five hundred hour achievement. Right. Uh, oh yeah, here you go. I clocked in at a paltry, a paltry one thousand three hundred and eleven hours and seventeen minutes on that game. Woo. That's a lot of wasted nights, and a ter- uh, I probably should have revisited the effectiveness of my script, so yes. I, I think we did have a good script. Um, my teammate, I think, wrote a good one. And for those that are not familiar, we're, when we talk about scripting, um, it's often referred to on the podcast as the nephew. Okay, that's <laughs> that's what we're using. Yep. Uh, I know the folks over there at Age 101 and in the podcast, they, they do call it the nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Cronus where you basically just plug it in and it works like a turbo. It just automates your mundane tasks that you have to do. Think auto hotkey, you know, for you your go. Xbox. Yep. That's a good description. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's a good low light. Uh, for, for me, uh, a lot of it was just run plans, like where you have 
big designs for like bonuses for the week. And then just someone just comes out, some rando dude just comes out of nowhere and just just wrecks your whole plan. Uh, uh, this happened to my team pretty early on. We were all set to kind of go for that full set badge really early on. And then we got banana crunched. And uh, <laughs> that's what we refer to it as, is a banana. You got banana crunched. Because there's some team called Banana Crunch, and all of a sudden, like, they popped every dang achievement on Descenders one week, and it just, there went ratio, there went top spot. I mean, they just, it was like in the, I think they did it like on a Friday night or something like that. And at that point, we were just playing close, you know, it was gone. You know, we weren't yeah. going to blow all the points off. But yeah, that was it. And then, uh, uh, exotic fantasy, whoever that guy is, uh, <laughs> uh, that dude, like, I, I thought I'd be all, uh, you know, uh, all, all cool g- going for the Achievaholics badge two weeks in a row. Got it the first week, sitting nice and pretty on the next week, and then all of a sudden this dude just comes out of nowhere, just takes it from me. I mean, I couldn't keep up with him. I, I only got, I mean, you can relate to this. Uh, you have a, a lot of gamer score. Uh, there's only so many options at some point when you have, yes. you know, one point, whatever the heck, seven million gamer score. There's only so many easy games that you have at your disposal. Whereas, uh, someone else has like 600,000, you know, they can probably find a few more easy games than you can. And you, you're just not gonna be able to keep up. And so, yeah, so that, that one, that one south in a hurry so but yeah those uh there's things there's things like that and then um the uh another one is besiege console um i don't know what the magic uh cheat code or uh key sequence you got to hold down to get that game to boot up i can't get it to boot up uh it always just it doesn't even get to the menu it just crashes i've tried on win 11 i've tried on win 10 i've tried on like three different computers it will not run for me. I do not know why. Oh, I thought wow. maybe I thought maybe it has something to do with it being. Uh, I I don't know. I decided. Well, maybe if I buy it, it'll work. No, nope, I bought it and it still doesn't work. I can't get that stupid game to load to save my life. That would have been some nice points to now, get. Now, when you bought it, I just it, it, this just has this has to be asked. Did you use your gold from Magic to buy it? <laughs> Oh my Did it gosh. accept that currency? No, that, I was getting to that low light. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I used uh, I used however much the game cost, not to be confused with the two hundred freaking dollars I dropped on Magic Nations uh, in the middle of the night uh, with my nephew. My nephew got a little got a little crazy with it, and uh, yeah. So yes, that uh, <laughs> unfortunately that gold is very limited in its usage. So uh, yeah. I had to Okay. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you yeah. driving that knife in a little more, in. and then of course I have to go with the the probably the biggest low light of the whole contest with me, hands down, was the time this this very awesome gentleman visited me and came over to my house and even took on the lion's share of responsibility in a stupid Battletoads achievement, where you have to have three players make it through. Uh, 300, 300, 300 seconds? seconds yep. Yes, 300 seconds on the turbo tunnel. And so if you only have two people, you might be saying, well, that means one person has to do two of them. Well, yes. And so this gentleman 
muscled through it, like five different methods, finally got a method that worked, uh, several tries, probably about a couple hours. We even like stopped and then came back to it later. And finally the continents aligned. The, 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 this, this guy, he saw it all. He, he was seeing it. He was in the zone. He was in fuego. <laughs> he was uh, as cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, got through the first few problem areas, heading into the nice easy part, and I guess I got overconfident. I'm not really sure what happened, but all of a sudden, I just didn't quite move over far enough. And as I watched my toad fall into the abyss, <laughs> I just. I something washed over me that it was just complete shame. I guess it was. It was just. It was almost too much to handle. Actually, I I, I just wanted to leave my own house at that point and never come back. It it was. <laughs> it, it was, it was so, heartbreaking. Like I was, felt your pain. I, I felt it. It was so bad. I felt like I should just drop out of the contest. I I just I just I, I, that's all I had. You know, it was it was definitely in the top disappointing moments if i mean i've been gaming since i was a wee lad right and uh it was i can't think of anything off the top of my head that that just beat the failure i felt at that point it was so bad i think it was the peer pressure um yeah <laughs> it's one of those things two. where you got people watching you, you do know, something had, it's like I had uh-oh. one job i had one job <laughs> and you here's that they're gliding through it too and all of a sudden you get you were perfect and i just eh. I just fall in the hole. Yeah, that's just what I'll do. So it happens. There, there was an update on this, so um, I, I have to hand it to you because I probably would still be living with this failure had you not told me. Yes. Um, so I was floating around on TA because I I had some uh, friends visiting for my birthday recently, and I was looking at that particular uh, achievement that's in question where you have to stay on the the bike for 300 seconds in three-player co-op and off to the right i just happened to glance over and i saw friends who have won and elroy's name was on there and i was like hold on a second here i was i was there like i looked at the date and i'm like that's that's the date that i was there (laughs) (laughs) hold on something's not right because i never saw that achievement pop and I knew that we were, right when you had, had fallen into that, that opening in the middle of the track there, I knew <laughs> just, that was right about where the achievement popped. The opening, the opening in the middle of the track. That's, that is a great way to describe that imaginary obstacle that, that impeded my travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in slow motion, just watching your bike just, <laughs> just fall descend. into that opening. They're like, oh... <laughs> yeah, I guess actually I never really did ask. What was your thoughts that were going through your head as you saw me just lose all expression in my face? And I, I don't know. I might have cried. I'm not really sure what I did. I, I, I just kind of blacked out at that point. I was I, I, I was hurt for you, to be honest <laughs> with you, because I knew we were, like, right there. Yeah. And I knew that was because, like, I, I know that's right about where the achievement pops because I've done it previously. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. You know, we were like, and of course, what didn't help us at all um, is we were racing against our own clock. 
Yes. Oh, yes. Because you had you had to leave to go out that evening, so we were literally racing against. Uh, we were on a time crunch. Like I gotta get, I gotta go out. You know, I gotta get ready right. to, to leave. Which I know it was probably not helping you, because um, yeah. I know when I get frantic like that, forget it. Like I'm not gonna yeah. accomplish anything. Yep. But you had the opportunity where okay, somebody's here can help you know and, and we were working through it for like you said a couple hours already so i know it hurt you a lot but it also again ha- having a time crunch it didn't help out mm-hmm. but when i had seen on ta when i was looking at that particular achievement i was like he earned it and i immediately sent you a text <laughs> it was like do you know that this actually unlocked <laughs> <laughs> and honestly i had no idea i didn't and think it, you did <laughs> i didn't i was still living with that albatross around my neck and the shame and uh i, I wasn't sure i would ever be able to make eye contact with you again i mean it was <laughs> it, it, it was it was really bothering me like seriously like you know it's one of those things that just didn't feel right and so I couldn't believe that it was over and that, you know, I, I feel like it just gave it to me because it could feel the it, 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 <laughs> the disappointment on the other side. Of that it controller. felt the pain. It did. It was bad. It was so, well, oh. good. Yeah. It, it got you some great points for GTAS that week, um, yep. even though you didn't even know it. You probably yep. thought it was a, a go uppity from, I from thought something it was else. Skull. I thought it was skull. <laughs> You're like, hey. like, oh, skulls at it again. My points actually went up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm really glad, though, that we did get that to, you know, you did get that achievement. Uh, to anybody listening, it is very painful. Uh, it is a painful achievement. Can be done with two players. Um, be prepared to practice if you do it with mm-hmm. two players, though. Yep, and it, it helps to have a second person that won't fall in the hole. So that's right, uh, and it, that's I will say, uh, with that being said, Battletoads is a good game. Um, it, it it is actually a fun game. I know they've talked about it on the podcast a little bit. It is a good GTAS game. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of points in it, <laughs> so you know, don't be scared off by it. Uh, completionists be a little, you know, wary, but. It is a good G-Task game, but more importantly, it's actually one of those games that you can play in G-Task and actually enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, shoot. I understand exactly what you mean, because there's a whole lot of hot garbage out there. Oh, yes, uh, there is. <laughs> yeah. So it is actually uh, one of those rare uh, treats, I guess it would be a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it, it, they are rare. When you're going through GTAS, you're you're probably going to play uh, uh, a lot of stuff you don't want to ever play. Yet. Exactly. Sorry, I was drawing a blank there. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, that's um, the uh, I guess uh, for one more thing, uh, wrap this up. Uh, we could probably I think we'll probably do a second edition of Frontline News GTAS where we talk more game specific. But uh, I did want to mention one last week uh, that was tough for me in this contest, which was um, you kind of mentioned the one that was probably hardest on you with the 40 seconds under the line. For me, it was the week that in Memphis, Memphis is not known for cold weather. You know, it's kind of in the South and whatnot, but one week we had this ice storm blow through and so this ice storm just loaded down the trees power was out within like Oof. an hour and memphis doesn't have any equipment whatsoever to 
<laughs> deal with such items. So I was without power for four days. So the first day, oh uh, my, my yeah, I had to go. My wife, she had uh, power at her work, and so we took all our stuff and put it in the fridge that they have there. And uh, and then I basically sat in you know like the waiting room. Or the well, not the waiting room, but like the just an extra office there, and uh, just mooched off the the, the Wi Fi. It just was there all day, <laughs> playing games while she actually, you know, acted like an adult and did her job. Right, right. I was out of school because you know there was no power in Memphis, so uh, school's out. And the, so then the power still didn't come on that night. We about froze our butts off, and so <laughs> the next walking day, by your wife's office. Who, who's the bum in the conference? Right, he was just there, just like <laughs> playing, just playing the, Xbox. the Xbox like all day. Who is but, this guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so weird, and and so then like we left town because we didn't want to stay another night in this house. And my wife, she had a dance competition to go to in Nashville, so we just got the hell out of here and went to Nashville. So then. I didn't have enough time to like, I took a whole console with me. And so basically I spent a lot of the time installing games and, and because I thought, well, I'm going to be here all weekend. And, and so finally we, our, the power came back Saturday morning, our house was in no state. So basically I just drove to, to Nashville and then drove all the way back like the next day. Uh, and so just wasting time, just, I, I, and then, when you're in this contest, you don't have time to waste it, especially at that stage. It was kind of in the final two months, I think it was. Oh, wow. It was, yeah, yeah, that's so, the worst time to go through uh, a, a long power outage. Right. And so I, I needed probably about 10,000 and 11,000 at this point uh, to you know be somewhat safe. And uh, so, yeah, so that was a tough week for me. But that's I'm just showing you the dedication that it takes to... You know, yeah. No power, you're gonna make it work. You're gonna you go phone power. You're gonna go to a whole different city, and uh, yeah. So either anyway. that or start utilizing, you know, X Cloud on your phone, and <laughs> right. better have some extra batteries and a oh, power oh, source. That's, that's around. actually what I did one evening. One yep. evening, I used my phone as a hotspot, and I sat in the Kroger parking lot, and I just I had like a little charger for my laptop, and I just. Yeah, got on there. Just yeah, the things we will spot. do. Exactly. Spent four, <laughs> four, four to five hours in a Kroger parking lot playing a stupid game for points. So there you go. But uh, <laughs> and like I me like bringing a, my my switch to the to the office uh, with me, you know, just in case I needed to pop Minecraft achievements. <laughs> yep. Just do it on know, the toilet. It, it, it the does require way. some dedication. Yep. Some toilet Minecraft is never a bad option. Yeah. During yep. a meeting or something. So. <laughs> Uh, but let's jump off there. We'll get into games uh, in a later edition. But uh, let's, uh, I guess, uh, I think that was some pretty good FNG task news, right? Uh, yeah, we are Frontline, frontline News G Task, bringing you all the details, the, the hard hitting <laughs> topics that, that circle G Task, you know. So we are yeah. FNG Task. We're the it. official reporting committee for the contest. Yep, so next time we won't go so much into the actual contest itself. Uh, next time we should focus more on some different games and uh, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking man, maybe, I... maybe a good game, bad game type deal. Oh, you know, yeah. Like I a like highlight, it. low light yeah. type game. We'll, we'll bring that to you. So hopefully this will help prepare everybody for their G-Task runs in the future because we speak from experience. 
we we know what <laughs> to what to go for and what to avoid. <laughs> there you go. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, y'all have a good one. All right. Thanks for having me, Elroy. You got it, man. Later. <laughs>